Ho, ho, ho. This special holiday month of streaming things is brought to you by the super patrons, and they are Aaron Layton, Ghost, Andrew Gray, Casey McCain, Chester Copperpot, Chloe Richardson, Crystal Trujillo, Emmy, Enza, Jeanette Murphy, Jen Robinson, John Collins, Kalisha Reeves, Kate, Kiki Newton, Stanton Valentino, Thomas Alexander, and Valerie. Harry Potter, such an honor. Welcome back. My name is Chris. I'm Andy. And I'm Steve. And this is Streaming Things. I'm keeping you guys on your toes there. I know you, you are. I was ready. <laughs> I was trying to do a professional I studio stay countdown. On toes. Mm-hmm. Andy actually literally does. He was mm-hmm. trained in classical ballet. It's a fun fact nobody knows that mm-hmm. I just made up about Andy. That's why he has amazing Black posture. Swan biography about me. Mm-hmm. It was, yeah. So today, as you can tell, we're going to be talking about Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince. Uh, continuing our Harry Potter marathon. The first one where we're all together in a while for uh, Harry Potter. Since two. What I a think. failed experiment. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, Andy was out for two weeks and then you were la- gone last week. And I've yeah. had a hell of a end of the year. I mean, I've had a rough year financially in many ways, but a drunk driver hit my car while it was parked and other things happened that I won't go into. And that's the reason I was gone. But then this week, this morning, someone hit the rental car that they gave me because a drunk driver hit my car. But this time there was a hit and run and they left. And I was like, I'm not missing the fucking Harry Potter. I'm not doing it. I don't care. You can take the car. You can set it on fire. I can't afford it anyway. So what can you do to me? Um, <laughs> you can't hurt me. That's what I told the lady on the phone. You heard me. I was like, I mean, it's your car. I don't care when you come yeah. get it. <laughs> She's, okay. Um, so that's where I'm at with that. But anyway, we're all together now. I just finished watching it about an hour ago. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I'm not going to lie to you guys. And it's been, it's been some years since I've revisited uh, the Half-Blood Prince. So that's what we're doing. We've got two films left after this. Um, we also are going to start covering, I've said this many times, I'm just gearing everybody up. We're going to start covering The Last of Us, uh, which the first episode, deb- episode debuts on the 15th, 15th. Mm-hmm. of January. It's a long one too. It's a, Yeah, it's almost an hour and a half. Oh. Um, and it's going to be every Sunday night, much like our, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I found out I have to shoot, uh, on the 16th or something. No, I'm driving to Tampa and I get back that, that day on the oh, 15th. Shit. Yeah. So I'll be like, okay guys, let's watch the last of us. Oh, it's an hour and a half. Oh, it doesn't start till nine. Oh, I'm going to be up till four in the morning. We'll, Fuck my face. We'll fill you in on the parts that you fall asleep on. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Who's going to edit it? <laughs> Maybe that first one will drop on Tuesday. I don't yeah, know. I don't know. We'll figure it out. They really do. Man, we'll talk. They later. make it hard for the East Coast people. They do. They do. Um, but anyway, that's that's the plan. And we still need artwork. Uh, I reached out on, excuse me, on Twitter and Discord. But um, if anybody has, it, it's not going to, I don't think it would take that much for somebody who knows what they're doing. But I just want like a... Um, some kind of indication, a sem- you know how we change our artwork for every show that we cover. So like uh, maybe some dilapidated apocalyptic look- looking buildings and then like streaming things, a last of us podcast in the last of us font. That's all it would require. Um, if anybody is, is able to do that for some compensation, reach out to me on any of my social media platforms or email us at streaming at gmail.com. If you have those skills, if you don't, 
don't worry about it. Don't try to figure it out or anything. If you have the particular set of skills. Yeah, if you are the Liam Neeson of graphic design, mm. if you will. Mm. Any hoozle. So that's that's that. That's what's coming down the pipeline. We've also got a big end of year, uh, maybe even beginning of 2023 celebration retroactively a trivia game where all of the listeners are coming up with questions to ask the three of us about our own show to see if we can we can pass the test. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't know when this will be taking place, but it'll be soon. But there's an email, I think, where you can send in your own questions you might want to submit. Yeah, if you want to submit your trivia questions for streaming things, you can do so. You're not going to send it to the normal streaming things email, okay? Because the point of this is, you know, you, the fans, are going to be quizzing us, the hosts. So right. we cannot have access to this. So it is going to a third party. It is being run by a couple of the mods on Discord. Uh, they want you to send your questions to stream underscore fiends at outlook.com stream underscore fiends and if you need if you want like an example for what kind of questions they're looking for uh here's the example which podcast host once said quote i want to get my cheeks clapped in a brothel end quote Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. andy do you know the answer to that that was me (laughs) (laughs) wrong definitely chris (laughs) it was me off air i say it all the time so yeah if you want to take part and you want to submit a question for take part in what steve if you want to take part in the the brothel (laughs) class no if you want to take part in this uh in this trivia extravaganza fun that we're going to have mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. right in your submission to stream underscore fiends at outlook.com. Yes, indeed. F-I-E-N-D-S. Yes. Fiends, fiends. not things. Fiends. That's, that's fiends. Stream underscore That's fiends. what we call our club. That's, a, that's our exclusive club. Yeah, yeah listeners of the show our are patrons. called Stream Fiends. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but on to our coverage. So I just finished watching Half-Blood Prince uh, a little bit ago. So as we do, we'll give our general thoughts and in, in, in history with this movie, we don't have to do the history thing as we normally do because yeah. we talked about that the first time. Oh, I do want to say this. Uh, we oh. will not associate with any of the ideologies of she who must not be named or anything like that. If you are new to the show, we are all inclusive here on in this podcast. We support everybody and their life choices. It's none of our damn business, but we do like magic. We mm-hmm. do like wizards and witches and whatnots. And we go, a, a lot of our fans wanted us to cover the Harry Potter series. And so that's what we decided to do. So just know that up front. I hope you feel included and welcome, uh, welcome. in this space going forward. Um, but yes, I wanted to start this time because I have something to say. Ooh, okay. Chris wants to start. I have always said that, um, that, that the Prisoner of Azkaban is far and away the best of the Harry Potter films. Yeah, you famously have said that. Famously. And I've always said that... Uh, uh, the Chamber of Secrets is the worst. Mm-hmm. I still, I think Goblet Fire might be the worst film. Maybe. I, I might have been shitting on Chamber of Secrets a little mm. too hard. But it's very possible that I now like Half-Blood Prince more than I like Prisoner of Azkaban. And I know it's Andy's it's favorite. so good. All I know for sure is that I fucking love this movie. Yes. I had such a good time. One this is the most us. fun I've had watching Harry Potter since we started doing this marathon. I don't know if I was just in the right headspace today. I think it really is a superior movie. I mean, I cried at the obvious place mm-hmm. for sure, but also like four other places. Okay. Um, I mean, I just think all the acting is it's the acting acting is acting that I've ever yeah. seen. There's some really good directing is directing. Famously Daniel Radcliffe's least favorite performance. <clears throat> Is in this movie Mm -hmm. of his own. Yeah. Really? Yes. It's my favorite of his. Apparently he said he was struggling with alcoholism at the time and was drunk during several scenes. And so isn't he he, like 16? Well, 
Wh- which one was it? Crab or Goyle has already been booted off this franchise. For yeah. Pop, but so. I feel like when you're 16 and you start to read a little too much about substance abuse and you think, Oh my God, I had a beer before six today. I think I might have a problem. Like that's the version not to knock him. I was doing blow at 16. Maybe he had a real problem, but, um, but according to him, it's, it's hard for him to watch this movie because he, he does not like his own work, which is sad. Cause I think he does fine. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I don't yeah. I wasn't talking about him as far as people that shine bright in this film, uh, but I, I never was like, oh, Harry's really slacking on this one. Yeah, uh, I thought he did great. Alan Rickman is uh, phenomenal in this film. And I think Michael Gambon, I've shit on him a lot uh, throughout the last few movies, I think. Embodied Dumbledore, Dumbledore in this movie. Dumbledore yes, because he was whimsical at times when he needed to be. He was emotional, powerful. He had to be. powerful. Um, I really like Michael Gammon's portrayal of Dumbledore in this film. Um, I also think um, that Emma Watson was incredible in this movie. I can't believe you've gone this long and you haven't mentioned Jim Broadbent. Well, dude, <laughs> that was my third paragraph of notes, all caps, Jim Broadbent plug, <laughs> but yes, absolutely perfectly cat. I mean, there's so much British royalty all throughout all of these movies. Uh, but I do think that Jim Broadbent as Slughorn is one of my favorite inclusions for mm-hmm. sure. I mean, yeah, he's Amazing. one of those guys like he he's in this movie and he's so good in it. You're kind of mad that he's not really in any of the others. Yes. Yeah. We need more Slughorn. We need more him. Slughorn. <laughs> um, we should say David Yates directed this film and he is the one that directs uh, both of the Deathly Hallows films as well. And he goes on to direct all of the uh, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them movies. Um, so David Yates kind of became the Harry Potter guy after this movie. I don't know how much more or less successful this was at the box office. But anyway, I just wanted to put that out there. I fucking love this movie a lot more than I remember this being one of my favorite books for sure. I love mm-hmm. the whole idea of the book. The Half-Blood Prince, I love where it goes, who it's revealed to be. Uh, somebody who I've said many times is a bad mofo. Uh, and I, I know that we've gotten emails about the 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 moral depravity of this person, regardless of how they ended up siding with the good side. And that's yeah. fair. But I do still think they're unequivocally one of the strongest wizards in this story. Oh, absolutely. Um, I'm, I'm talking about Snape for yes. those who are lost. Oh. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't mean to look right at you, like, Steve. who's hating on Tonks? This is weird. <laughs> Love Tonks. <laughs> um, so, and I'm really sad I got to miss Order of the Phoenix. I know that uh, a lot of people- Oot P? Yeah, Oot P. Oot P. Are you down with Oot P? Order of the P. I, um, Harry, I told you guys to say- Har- I know, uh, That I, I said I'm Harry sorry. P in the Order of the P, and nobody said it, and I was oh. sad. Oh, sorry, oh, man. Superior to your oot I mean, <laughs> oot But I was really sad infamy. because I really think, obviously, the death of Sirius is a huge moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the the duel between Dumbledore and Voldemort is one of the one coolest of the things moments. in the series. Yeah. And I missed all that stuff, even though I know that a lot of people shit on the fifth movie in general. Um, but your guys' coverage was good. Thank you for holding down the Fiznort. Thanks, friend. You're welcome. No, no. <laughs> it was literally 50 50 it has it to be us. but that's well, i've waxed enough steve what did you think of the half-blood prince well this movie actually uh shattered a record it has shattered a record in my life okay it is now the harry potter film that i have seen the most because wow. i've seen it three times wow does that I mean you like it i saw it once in the theaters uh-huh. i saw it two weeks ago and then I watched it again today because I forgot what happened in it. <laughs> God damn it, Steve. Other than the obviously the big yeah, the big beats. The beats. Yeah. So I watched it again today so I can have like fresh, you know, real notes. How painful was that? It wasn't, because this is this is a good movie. Yeah. Good yeah, movie. this is a good one. This is I, I don't know if I would say it's my favorite one so far, but it's definitely like a, a top two or three. If I don't know for sure if it's above Azkaban for me, but it is so much 
almost there that I am shocked. Mm-hmm. It is 100% the best looking one. Like yes. I think the cinematography in this film in particular is off the charts way better than the other movies. Better than Senor Coron? Yeah, I would say that. <gasps> I agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. <gasps> just like the, like the, there's really great blocking and just the focal depth. And they there's use a really scene well. where he does like a, an establishing shot with a, it's a, it's a digital crane. It's fake. I don't know what you call that, but he, I forget what happens, but he like the it cranes out and you think it's just going through Hogwarts. And then you see, I think like Harry and Hermione cuddling and crying or something. Oh, and it goes up and, and, it Ron pans and up lavender and, and the window. Oh, and you see Ron and lavender in the tower making out and then Draco being creepy in a big window. He's just moody. Yeah. yeah. And I was, it just kind of did all that and just set it. And it was there if you wanted to find it. And I was well, like, the, nice. The shot that sticks out to me most is um, when they go to the Weasley home and there's a shot looking up there, like, Menagerie of all like, is Harry here? Harry here? I think Harry I know there? my best friend was here. Yeah, yeah. like I, I thought that's that kind of cool. like a who's on first like um, joke sequence that I really appreciate well, as well. It's like the depth of that shot is like it looks flat, but there is depth to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, a, it's just based on the way that they lit mm-hmm. it, and these heads keep popping out of places you don't expect them to. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah, uh, but yeah, no, this is a very very fun movie. I can't wait to get into it with you guys. Um, yeah. Andrew, let's do it. I love this movie. It's my favorite one. I, that's, that's no secret. And I'm excited to talk about it. Let's do it. Let's okay. dive right in. Cause we got a, we got our watch along party, uh, creeping up on us right after we finish this. So we're actually on time crunch for once. Uh, but yes, yeah, so the, the movie opens with the, the new spooky WB logo with a little bit of lightning behind it. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what we're used to nowadays. Now that these movies get darker and darker, uh, Harry is reckoning with the death of Sirius Black, his, one of his best friends and godfather, uh, get some oot pee flashbacks. He does the, the press. Yeah. I get Sirius Black. You hear, I miss the entrance of Bellatrix, yeah, which is one of my favorite characters. So I think. Uh, I know that Slughorn is incredibly cast, but I think that Helena Bottom Carter as Bellatrix Lestrange is probably the most inspired casting of this entire series uh, for me. Big Alan fan. Rickman, not a Snape? I mean, there's so much good casting. Yeah. Um, Evs, I love. It's hard to say. Me some Helena Bottom Carter. And even yeah. with those teeth, I'm like, I kind of want to yeah. be a Death Eater. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah, she's like, you can hear her screaming in the background, taunting him. The press is photographing Harry. He kind of seems unable to mourn. And then you see Dumbledore's hand comforting him. All of this in the span of a few seconds. Um, and then we cut to some muggles witnessing the storm cloud of death, like the giant. I don't think they can see the skull part. That just looks like an encroaching storm. Hey, was everything look gray and yellow? Yeah. <laughs> I'm still British, but not magical. Um, <laughs> that's how they talk. Uh, I, which I thought was interesting because you don't get to see like know, muggles know. being affected Chris, a whole lot. It is daylight during this, so they probably saw everything. Because as we established last week, muggles can see in the daylight, but not day- nighttime. That's, that's true. I didn't. Big I fact. wasn't here for this revelation, so well, I didn't know these. Fact. Now yeah. that's. In, I'm going to write this down. Yep. Daylight check. Uh, and then Death Eaters uh, swoop into what I think is Diagon Alley, and they crash into a, a random shop. Uh, is that Ollivander's? Ollivander's. Is that why it's closed down later? Mm-hmm. I think they kidnap Ollivander, too. They do. Oh, they for reals do? Mm-hmm. Ollivander, Which no. Which is weird, because- John this, Hurt? This happens at the top of this movie, and they don't talk about it until- the part next one movie. Yeah. Like they don't bring up. Well, oh, they go into Ollivander's uh, in this movie. Yeah. They're like, oh man, it sucks at Ollivander's. Everybody gets down. their wands here. Yeah. And but, it's all clearly disheveled. But it won't, ne- they're never like, hey, what happened to that guy? Where's Sean Hurt? <laughs> 
nobody cares, I guess. Yeah. Um, and then we see, uh, so they witness the storm cloud of death and then death eaters swoop into Diagon Alley, blow up Ollivanders. They raise havoc on a muggle bridge mm-hmm. and, and kill the people. We, yep. we see on a newspaper in the bridge. next scene, Harry Potter's reading a, a magical newspaper. Uh, what's it called? The Daily Prophet? Mm-hmm. In a, a muggle diner. And luckily the pictures aren't moving, though the waitress that has the hots for him says that she thinks she saw one of the pictures yeah. moving. That tosser Harry Potter. We see headlines like Harry Potter, the chosen one. Uh, and there's a picture of the Malfoys and their fall from grace is what the headline says. Uh, the waitress is flirting with Harry. She's like, maybe you can teach me about that tosser Harry Potter, as Andy yeah, alluded she, to. She saw his picture in the paper. She's like, oh, shit, I don't know who this is. But, but I he's want famous from wherever this paper's from. I want some of that. <laughs> I want that. I'm just going to put my face on a newspaper and sit in a diner <laughs> and see if this is replicated. S- see if Have you seen those viral videos of people like just walking around with bodyguards pretending to be famous and they hire some people to like come take pictures and then all of a sudden just a crowd builds around them like, oh, yeah, you're from that thing, yeah. right? <laughs> and they're, they're not. They're just, you know. You know, trying to make a viral video and it worked. It's it's crazy. So anyway, yeah, you see like handsome young man, Danny Radcliffe. He's he's not unattractive. He's sitting he's there, a handsome young man, re- reading reading his paper. He's on that paper. She's like, hey, I want a piece of that. I get it. You know, and he's like, I, I think get you, off at eleven. Yeah, and he's like, I think you can have some. You can have some. He checks. They would say weirdly. Don't know the way a, he did it was weird. I don't know what a tosser is, but uh, you can do that. Um, <laughs> he calls himself a bit of a tosser, really. But then Dumbledore shows up like uh, it's a horror film. I thought I that was a cool that. sequence. Because it's like scary and then it's just Dumbledore and Harry gets all happy. Did you put your name in the gun on fire? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I told you I didn't. He's got the, there's the uh, behind him, the advertisement for like perfume or something. It says like, it's magic. <laughs> and Dumbledore's standing in front of it. Like, yeah, he is. <laughs> um, Dumbledore's hand is all fucked up. We know not yet why. And he actually tells Harry, don't ask about it. Some shit went crazy. I don't have time to talk right now. Take my arm. And he's like the other arm, like mm. not the gross one. <laughs> Harry, if you do this too much, this is what happens to your hand. See how I didn't use caution? Harry, <laughs> take my strong hand. <laughs> take my strong hand. And then he apparates and uh, Harry does a really good job apparating for the first time. Most people vomit. That's what Dumbledore says. And then he says, welcome to the village of Bud, Bud, Budley Babberton. Babberton. Yes. So nice, I, I didn't mean to stutter, but it made it funnier. <laughs> Budley Babberton. Uh, you know, villages in England, they're named thusly. That's all I can imagine. Mm-hmm. Just silly old Budley Babberton. Is this a real uh, Probably not. village? But I've watched Hot Fuzz enough times to know it's not far off. Okay. <laughs> also has Jim Broadbent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Trusty jugglers. Oh, my God. <laughs> he does. Wow. Um, and then, so they go through this whole disheveled house, and then Dumbledore is not fooled by the suspicious armchair that happens to actually be Horace Slughorn. Uh, and how do you know, Dumbledore? And he's like, dragon's blood. What gave me away? <laughs> because Dumbledore is so savvy, he sees some blood on the wall, and he's like, I'm going to lick this because I'm mm-hmm. suspicious about this blood. And it turns out this is not even a Slughorn's house. It's a muggle house. They're on holiday in the Canary Islands. And he's moving every few weeks because the Death Eaters keep trying to recruit him. So he must be a capable wizard, right? A powerful ally. I want to see the Dumbledore that like that's real blood. He's like, oh, my God. <laughs> I regret this. I regret this. Uh, and then there's a cool whimsical sequence where Dumbledore puts the house back together, right? Yeah, That's what I, I mean about that. him taking the, mo- the time to be a, a Dumbledore type person in this movie. This also is in the heyday of every movie is 3D. So that mo- that scene was a lot of fun in 3D. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I can mm-hmm. see that. 
I like um, the one little piece of chandelier that is trapped under Harry's foot yeah. that just wants mm-hmm. to get away. Yeah. Oh, I'm supposed to go back now. I want to go back up there, please. <laughs> That's how it talks. It's true. Please. So they put the house back together and it becomes quickly uh, clear that Dumbledore's whole reason for bringing Harry here was to lure Horace back to teaching at Hogwarts, but he uses reverse psychology. He goes to take a shit real quick. Let's, ha- <laughs> <For> <laughs> let's Harry talk to him while he's dropping a hot wizard deuce. And, uh, he's torquing some wicked cable. <laughs> he's right there torquing a wicked cable and he comes back out and he's like, all right, Harry, it's clear to me. The reverse psychology. It's clear yeah. to me. Horace isn't going to come back. Let's get out of here. And Horace is like, well, wait, I'll do it. Yeah. Well, you're kind um, of skipping over a big thing where, uh, uh, you know, Horace has this like shelf, these yes. are his. These are his collectible children because mm-hmm. he All collects mine. children's. All mine. Every last one. I like the, the students, of course. Yeah the the dialogue there is really cool. It's just the way he says it. It's all mine, each and every one. My students, of course. You know, yeah. covering it up. Oh, I can write to the post anytime I want. Oh, I get free tickets to Quidditch whenever I want because I ha- I'm connected. But also, you have your mother's eyes. Mm-hmm. Oh Everybody has God. to tell him that. Seriously, what did Lily do? No one ever mentions James unless yeah. he's a swine. You know, that's right. Lily was an amazing person and a very talented wizard. Everyone which must have had pretty eyes. Lily was pulling that relationship. Well, James is a deadbeat as far as I'm mm-hmm. concerned. No well, one talks messy about hair. James. He was a dud. He was well, a cop. The whole like conceit is that <laughs> he was a swine. Harry's like a dead ringer for his dad at that age, except the eyes. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, you have your mother's eyes, you know. But and everyone just, everyone loves Lily. Like even in Oot P, whenever Sirius would bring up Lily, he would just, Lily. Should have been mine. <laughs> yeah, my favorite scene in all of Harry Potter is about to happen later on. It's I, all, all about Lily. We're going to find out she used to go by Mrs. Norris. And that's the whole, Filch's whole issue. <laughs> that's what I called her. <laughs> she had the most beautiful eyes. A secret name. But they look like giant saucers. That's why I liked them. That's why I, I like I, cats. I, I clean saucers. <laughs> <laughs> and I like cats. Yeah, that's, yeah. I, you know what? I'm learning things about myself. <laughs> this is a good therapy session, Phil. Thank you. Uh, that'll be one galleon. I'm all about mental health. Have you heard about better help? <laughs> I they, have. They connected me to you. <laughs> good, good. 10% off by using code streaming things. What? There's a code? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we don't give it to squibs. That's right. Uh, but Horace collects students like Pokemon. That's what we find out, basically. And he says, I'll do it. Um, he even has like a fun and Harry is the shiny Charizard. He, he wants that. He has a fun little thing where he says he uh, I, I taught all the all the black children except for right uh, except for Sirius. But I, I like the set. I'd like the set. Like, yeah. yeah, he's collecting straight up. It's, yeah. awesome. it's amazing. I'd like the set. Okay. But he points out Regulus Black, which I think is very important. It, it does important. become important later. Um, he says, you know, he t- did teach Regulus, but not Sirius. Um we go outside. There's a funny exchange uh, right before they apparate back to the Weasleys where Dumbledore is like, I'm very sorry I took you away from your potential poontang, Harry. Mm-hmm. And Harry's like, oh, it's all right. I'm sure I'll hit it when I get back. And he's like, actually, you won't be going back. Yeah. And if you do hit it, use caution. <laughs> caution. <laughs> Wrap that shit up, my boy. <laughs> That's what happened to my hand. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I thought like Steve it. was giving me knocks. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I re- I le- oh, yeah, man. Like, yeah, Dumbledore. <laughs> he got that nasty hand. Uh, but then they apparate to the Weasleys. This time it's not very well done. He just leaves Harry in a fucking swamp. <laughs> too for real. And that was totally entirely his doing like it, it's kind of weird actually yeah. 
But anyway, he goes in there. Um, Jenny sees Hedwig in his trunk because Harry asks, Where's, what about my trunk and all my oh, stuff? I assume it's because the, the burrow is under magical protection. So he had to land Harry outside of it because people can't apparate within the confines of the burrow. Not much magical protection, as we'll talk about in a moment. Yes. And I'm actually, I got, I got, I have one of my famous tirades coming on. All right, then. Um, mm, stay tuned. <laughs> Daddy. Uh, but Jenny gets really excited. Oh my God, that's Harry's owl. That means mm-hmm. Harry's sexy ass might be around here somewhere. She starts running around the house. Uh, Molly pops her head over the staircase, the shot that you guys were talking about. I think I would know if Harry was in my house. Harry? Harry who? Where's Harry? Yeah, Harry who? The only one you know. (laughs) I know. The famous one that's always fucking here. (laughs) Harry Potter, of course. I just smoked a big spleef. (laughs) Harry who? Harry and the Hendersons. I love that movie. I love it. And then Ron pops his head out. I think I'd know if my own best friend was here. And then Hermione pops out. And one of them's brushing their teeth. Is it Ron? Hermione. Uh, Hermione. Yeah, Hermione's brushing her teeth, and because her parents are dentists, I get it. Oh, yeah. no, I, actually, I didn't. That was that didn't, didn't occur to me until just now. Even though I said get it, get I was it? me getting it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but there's this comical Harry spotting scene, as I called it. Um, and then they finally do find actual Harry, and she's like, "Oh, Molly's like, I didn't know you were coming." And he's like, "I didn't either, Dumbledore." You know, she, oh, that man. <laughs> what will we do without him? <laughs> Which is a uh, foreshadowing. Yep. Very sad about one. To find out. Very sad one. Uh, and there was a cute moment with Ron and Hermione because he sees that she's got some toothpaste on her, I think, and mm-hmm. tries to get it. And she's like, oh, stop. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a cute moment. Not in front of everybody else. And then we cut to the kids talking, I think, is the next scene. And uh, there's a moment where Ron, I think it's Ron, says that everybody's going mental, as he always says. And <laughs> that's like his move. But he talks about how his mom was half inclined to not let Jenny and he back to Hogwarts. Mm-hmm. Um, which I just want to pop in and say it is too dangerous to go to Hogwarts. It is insane or mental. It always has been. It always has been. <laughs> right. Do not let the kids this go back year there. Is it's the only difference between this year and previous year is it's dangerous outside of Hogwarts as well. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then there's a little there the kids laugh at how old Dumbledore is. He's um, at least 150. Yeah. <laughs> Which I guess the... I, I love this this trend in movies where like someone will say a joke. That's not very funny. Yeah. But then the actors have to laugh for like 30 seconds. They're like... Ha, 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 ha. They're, the still, they're still panning away. <laughs> so the camera can pan away and look at Malfoy in the fire. Like, yeah. ha, 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 ha. Good one, Ron. He's old. <laughs> yeah. Some, some classic ageism. Let's all chuckle. Um, and then we cut to Narcissa Malfoy and Bellatrix talking about how they, you know, Bellatrix is saying we can't trust him. Uh, we're talking about Snape and we see fucking Peter P. Hate that guy. He's <laughs> Peter P. Peter P. Answers the door. PDP. Uh, Snape's reading the same newspaper Harry was. And then like very love in a loving way that I appreciated slams the door on Peter Pettigrew's face and forces him out the door. What is the living situation here? Whose house is this? I don't know. It's Snape's house. It's Snape's house. Yep. So is he's letting Peter P crash did, there. The PDP like, oh, can I bunk? <laughs> can I bunk with you? <laughs> Something to eat. Lots you of cheese. Couch. You can I, live in the basement. Please stop shitting on the floor. I mean, he's like full on in with the Death Eaters again. Yeah, he's so spying. Peter, it's his move. PDP needs a place to stay. We have to know? talk about this. It is your night to do the dishes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I need you to do it. I would love to be Snape's roommate. 
Would you? He, Would you? Go on. Elaborate. Keep, keeps it immaculate. Yeah. Brews the best. He, he's in there brewing glory when I get home from work. Oh, man. Like, oh, Severus, you brewed up that glory? <laughs> he's bottling some fame. That's... Why is there not Harry Potter themed beer called Severus? And then like the different flavors are glory, fame. Did I just come up with the best idea ever? No, and because butter beer would Stop sell right way now. more. Well, one of them would be <laughs> the three broomsticks and it would just be butter beer. Okay. I, I would drink that. I know you would, buddy. That's what I'm saying. I would sell it to people like you. I wouldn't make a million gallons. I wouldn't drink death. Liquid death. He puts a stopper in death. He does. Mm -hmm. I ain't going to drink that. Even put a stopper in death. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to keep working on it. If anybody wants to invest in my Severus Snape brewery, hit me up. Streamingthingspot at gmail.com. Subject line, Harry Potter themed brewery. (laughs) (laughs) So I like the scene with Narcissa Bellatrix and Snape. Are we done talking about the brewery? Yeah, we're done. Okay. We're moving on. We're moving on. (laughs) I like this scene because it's a nice little flip on a well-established Harry Potter trope. Narcissa is the one in this movie to say, he's just a boy. But this time she's Mm -hmm. talking about Draco. Yeah. Draco has been charged to do something by the Dark Lord. We don't, we know not what yet. We know. We know. But you're you're the first time viewers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For first time viewers, you know not yet what it is. Yeah, they don't so, come out and, and say it. Bellatrix is goading Snape. She's she doesn't. She's oh, yeah. actually correct. He's and just a little bitch. He ain't gonna make the. He ain't gonna make. She doesn't trust him, and she's yeah. actually correct in not trusting him. She thinks that oh, he's yeah. never fight, never quite committed himself to the Dark Lord, and so she suggests but almost jokingly to it to use the unbreakable vow, which mm-hmm. we gather very quickly is some kind of spell that is a vow you can't break, as Ron explains it later. Uh, <laughs> oh, thanks for that. Th- I thanks, gathered Ron. that much. Appreciate that. Uh, and so, and then when he says he's willing to do the unbreakable vow, Bellatrix is almost shocked, right? Because if he fails to live up to the vow, he'll die and basically charges him to protect Draco uh, and also help him, if needed, carry out what the Dark Lord has asked him to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he's locked in right there. He does it. I like that scene a lot because it's you can see the fear in Snape's eyes. But he's, you know, what do you do in that situation? I also like the visual imagery of the the vow itself, like the tied up hands and yeah. stuff. It's cool. It like leaves little marks on their hands after the fact, and the relief cool, in, cool in Narcissa's eyes, like holy shit, he's really going to help my She's son. She's like crying and shit, like staring all weird. I love it. Yeah, yeah, because her Narcissa and she, her biggest concern is Draco, Draco, which I think is yeah. a really cool little wrinkle on those characters. She feels stuck in. Um, obeisance to the Dark Lord and doesn't want her son wrapped up in this and it's too late now, mm-hmm. um, especially with Lucius out of the picture. And so we cut to Fred and George's joke shop, which is another thing I was sad to miss in Oot Pee because uh, that's when... Did, did, does the movie show that Harry gave them the money to do that? I'm not, I don't recall. No, no, in the books, Harry gives them the money for that shop. Bummer. Which is super unfair because like both of the other com- competitors got cheated and then Harry just gets the money anyway. Right. It's crazy. Oh, from the Tri Wizard Tournament. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah oh, totally. it's the Tri Wizard Tournament money. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I thought Harry you meant just gives, Harry's Elon Musk money. He, no. I mean, he could have afforded to Harry help them anyway. A thousand galleons, which is like thirty grand or something, in the tournament, and he just gives it to Fred and George because, like, Fred, Cedric died, and it's like blood money to him. He didn't want it. Uh, but yeah, like Fleur and Victor both got like jinxed by. Uh, Barty Crouch Jr. in the process of that uh, tournament. And then the fucking English uh, Ministry of Magic is just like, yeah, Harry won. Here's the money. Yeah. Because <laughs> everybody, <laughs> everybody's like, redo. Everybody always plugs Harry. That's just how it has throughout this entire mm-hmm. series. Yeah. Um, 
And that, then, that was one of my notes on this is when we, when we see Fred and George's shop was like, man, Fred and George doing great. Yep. Yeah. Their business, <laughs> business is a booming already. Uh, we find out a lot in this little scene, Jenny's dating Dean Thomas. Uh, there's a cute scene where her and Hermione are looking at the, the love potions for a long time. Um, Cormac McLaggen is uh, giving her some eyes. He is. Yep. He's actually quite a creep creeper. That that Cormac. Yeah. That's vigilante. I like to know her on a first name basis. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Wow. Really? <laughs> yeah. He looks like more jockey in this as he, his role is, but yeah, yeah. I mean, wow. like voice and stuff. And like you don't really hardly see dude's face in uh, a peace or in peacekeeper until like halfway through it. Yeah. But, uh, Pe- peacekeeper. Yes. <laughs> Peacekeeper. 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 In the last time. Uh, yeah, you did. Um, so we, it's Peacemaker. Oh, shit. It is Peacemaker. <laughs> yeah, we just kept... Peacekeeper's yeah, the peacekeeper. shotgun from Apex. Yeah. <laughs> you let that hang way too long. Hope Steve. you got some satisfaction out of that airtime, yeah, Steve. I feel good. I did. I feel real good about I it. I apologize yeah. to our listeners for his smugness and making you listen to that. Um, <laughs> I'm having a great time today. <laughs> I, I especially like the scene where Ron tries to buy something and the uh, the brothers, Fred and George, are like, five galleons. And he's like, yeah, but I'm your brother. And they're like, galleons. oh, you're right, ten galleons. Um, <laughs> that's definitely how my brother would be. And we find out there's a tiny dragon roasting nuts outside, which I just thought was a neat little world building tidbit. That's yeah. how they roast their nuts in this universe. Is Lavender in the scene? Lavender does kind of she moon is. at Ron temporarily. She says, hi. Is Lavender says, Brown hi, the one Ron. that's recast? Am I crazy uh, about no, that? she's not recast. Okay. I know one of the girls was recast, an important one in the movies. Like from movie to movie, it was just like a boom. I'll research that later. I'm sure somebody will write I'll have in. to think about that. Then they go into Ollivander's, which is closed, uh, and they look through the window, and they see Draco and Narcissa heading into Nocturne Alley, all creepy-like, and da, they decide, da, da, da. of course, to follow them because they're looking like they don't want to be followed, so we should <laughs> follow them. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, they do wander into Borgen and Burke, which is like the, the creepy creeper shop, and uh, through the window, <laughs> they espy Draco just with known Death Eaters, or at least one. I don't remember his name, but it's a known Death Eater that Harry can see him with. Is it the werewolf one? Yeah, it's Fenrir. Fenrir yeah. Oh, yeah, the crazy-ass Fenrir. Mm-hmm. I forgot he was a werewolf. Is that why Lupin gets all crazy outside of the Weasley's house? Because he can sense another werewolf there? Probably, yeah. Like, Well, he, he's being all weird, and uh, um, uh, Tonk says like he gets weird uh, when it's the turn of the moon or whatever. Yeah, the first he can half of the cycle. Smell him. Yeah, he can smell that motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Like, ooh, there's some stank out here. Ooh. Anybody? Stanky. Molly? <laughs> Sorry, I'll just stop. Um, so then we cut to uh, the Hogwarts Express and we get to see Luna Lovegood, Yay. one of my favorite people ever. Love her. Wandering around, handing out copies of the Quibbler, trying to warn people about Raxperts, which are tiny, invisible little creatures that go in your ears and mess your brain up. Love her. Um, and then Ten points to Ravenclaw. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, just for her existence. And then Harry's theory about how Malfoy has become a Death Eater. Ron and Hermione are like, no way, bro. Holy shit. What we mean the most obvious fucking thing ever. What in the last five years would <laughs> no. lead you to believe Malfoy would be a death eater? Yeah, you are to dad rip in. Is, a, is a death eater, but not Malfoy. He's such no. a good kid. No. He's no just way. a boy. He's always been nice to you, Potter. Um, <laughs> by the way, uh, teen girls love Tom Felton. That's his name, right? Yeah. yeah. Like my wife is always talking about, oh, I was so in love with Tom Felton. That's great. And I just Tom don't. Tom Felton is a gem. Yeah, I, mean, I guess. Did he do anything after this? Uh, he was in Planet of the Apes, the reboot. Uh, the the t- Tim Burton one? Or is that, that, no, was, that was before this. No, the, <laughs> As the, a baby with Mark Wahlberg? No, the, <laughs> the first one with uh, James, James Franco. Franco. Uh, really? Yeah, he was in that. Uh, he was in The Flash, the TV show. I remember seeing Oh, yeah, he was. Yeah. Point. 
Yeah, that uh, sucks. Uh, he just came out with yeah. a book. Uh, the Flash is actually pretty well because awesome. Tonks went on to do Game of Thrones. Right. I mean, the main three are just rich for life. Yeah. Um, yeah and I don't know. what else? What else? Dudley Dursley has been doing a bunch of like artsy movies that are really yeah, good. He's in like the Coen Brothers shit and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Queen's the, Gambit. The guy who plays Goyle has been successful too, right? I don't know. But Crab, Sound I haven't drugs? seen him since. I mean, Crab's on the street. Which everyone's still in the movies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we cut to Draco talking about how he's dropping out soon. He's not going to be here next year. His little Slytherin buddies are like, oh, yeah, right. And he gets offended by that. Mm-hmm. Then he looks up at what it looks like he's looking at the luggage. But we know we find out soon that he can sense that Harry. Well, Harry got Peruvian instant darkness powder from Ninja the Smoke. We- Weasleys and used that, dropped that shit, and then snuck in there with his cloak. Mm. Did he need the Peruvian powder if he had an invisibility cloak? That's a solid point. Well, <laughs> well someone uh, would have, in theory, seen the door open and close, and no one would have been there. Or That's his true. Feet oh, they were in the cabin. The yeah, there That's was a tree true. cabin. He was outside of it, and he needed to get into it. That's true. But Good. then, how did he throw the smoke in there? Mm. Cracked, Batman cracked a little bit. He pulled a Batman basically, but Draco was too savvy. Uh, the an unusual amount of savviness for Draco in his moody face. I did notice that uh, they introduced um, Blaze, who is yes. his other his new crony to replace the one that that got in trouble with Pot. <laughs> right, right. But they have someone who looks like that character, like a, sitting like next a body double, like to the side, so yeah. you don't get like a straight on look at him. But it's supposed to be him, and which I thought was kind of funny. Like <laughs> that's interesting. I didn't know that. And uh, Draco hangs back, like, hold on, guys. Uh, Petrificus Totalis petrifies Potter mm-hmm. and uh, stomps his fucking face. Curb yeah, stomps him. Which is crazy. Yeah. Draco curb stomps Harry Potter. Yeah. <laughs> kind of. He curb stomped him. <laughs> well, that's when you put the teeth on the edge of the curb. What the fuck? <laughs> it's, there were, there were no curb, He was stomping still. a mud hole. It's, yeah. He was. He was opening the can of whoop ass, as we say on this side of the pond. Draco's like, give me a hell yeah. <laughs> uh, and then uh, Luna, luckily, is wearing her, her Raxpert spotting glasses, mm. wandering around. Love her. And finds Harry sitting there, wakes him up. And he's like, how'd you find me? And she's like, you have so many rack spurts. They're everywhere. <laughs> so they're, they're real. She's, you know, the Quiddlers ain't totally full of shit. I guess. Um, but that's that's awesome. So then Luna and Harry miss the carriages uh, back to the, the school as part of that. They have to walk by foot and they end up getting uh, bitched at by Flitwick. And he's like, names? And they're like, you know our names. You've known us for five years. Protocol. I'm following protocol, Potter. I like that. He actually yeah. says the name in the end of that. Uh, so there's there's our, this is where we find out there's ours uh, patrolling the grounds of the school now to protect the kids. Um, they're searching all the kids. as they So basically like an American school now. Yeah, totally. And uh, Luna fixes Harry's. And the teachers do all have wands. That's you know, true. So, like they're protected. They're carrying <laughs> the uh, Luna fixes that thing his on him. broken nose and a pisky, which reminded me so much of McClunky that I lost my McClunky. shit. <laughs> McClunky, a pisky. I do love how she's like, I feel like you have a devil may care. She likes yeah, the broken nose. She, and then when she fixes it, he's, she, she's like, you look exceptionally ordinary. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> he's good. He says, brilliant. Yeah. That's what I was going for. Um, I think. There's so many good tiny moments in this movie, yeah. more so than any of the other films. I love it so much. Uh, like when it cuts to the next scene, Ron's like eating some kind of weird British what shit, like Jello. Re- it's like what Jello pie. Eating? I don't know. It looks gross. It did. What Maybe is that? It might be bangers and mash. I don't know. It, that was like <laughs> that was. I did not see a banger nor mash. It was a banger. I don't know. It looked like the inside of a cherry pie, the filling, the cheap kind you get in the yeah, can. Yeah, it did. And then Hermione was like, "Will you?" 
stop. That's what I love this moment where she she's so worried. She starts hitting him with the book, and he's like this great lunk, right? Like, will you stop Whoa. eating? Your best friend is missing. Have you got mental? You. Have you got mental? That's all I ever say is women are mental. Mm-hmm. Were you on your period or something? <laughs> that's, the, that's the vibe he gives. The phrase Ron that sucks appears quite often in my notes. I know. I know you hate Ron. <laughs> Uh, and then there's a cute little moment right after this where when Harry sits down, he's covered in blood. And they're like, oh, he's covered in blood again. But Jenny's like wiping. She takes the rag and she starts wiping his where blood. Where has this Jenny been? Where has this Jenny been? Yeah. That, this, if they had done this, this. Somehow yes. it took him, what are we at, six movies in? Mm-hmm. It took him six movies to be like, hey, you know what? We should probably develop this character. Yes. Yeah. We should give her a screen time. Finally. If they had been doing actually, this, yeah. it would have been such a good wallop. But yeah, I completely agree. I think Jenny's character is handled really well in this particular film. And I wish it had started sooner. I had the same thought when I was watching this. I was like, mm-hmm. where, where is this Jenny been? Just give her a couple lines. Yeah. And spoiler alert. She disappears. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. I watched uh, Deathly House part one and part two this weekend. And I was like, oh, Jenny's gone again. Sweet. Cool. Yeah, man, you're just doing extra homework, man. Getting ahead of the curve. I wanted to see how it ended. <laughs> oh, you got you got involved. I mean, it's kind of fair based on what had to happen. You mm-hmm. know? But yeah. anyway. Anyway. So they we they introduce Horace Slughorn as the potions professor, and Snape is gonna be the defense against the dark arts professor. That's what Finally. we find out in this scene as well. Finally. I'm so it's fucking excited. It's a dream come true. I just, I love working with children. I'm such a good teacher. <laughs> um, elated. And then there's a scene where Ron, so I like this because in, in American high schools, at least my experience was the older you get, the farther along you get, the less you actually do, which seems to be the case in this school as well. Yeah. Because there's a, a free there's, there's a free period where Harry and Ron are just standing there laughing at people in the hallways. Yeah, what are they doing? It doesn't matter. <laughs> Because I can remember sitting in the oh, yeah. I had a bunch of free periods my senior year, and the teachers had known me for so long at that point where they were just like, What are you doing, Chris? And I'm just like, I don't know. Why free am I period. here? You can't touch me. <laughs> yeah, I'm probably smoking cigarettes. I'm not and even hacky supposed sacking. to be here. <laughs> so much hacky sack. It's amazing. Um, it's amazing. But, but McGonagall's not having that shit. She's like, Harry, you want to be a cop? You better go take potions. Super yep. relevant. <laughs> and he's like, I do want to be a cop. <laughs> <laughs> I bleed blue. And she, he's like, but I can't because of my, my owls. And she's like, well, now Slughorn's the teacher. His standards are way lower. And so you can get in there. And he's like, oh, God, I didn't know that. They're taking idiots. Ron, come on. <laughs> uh, she's like, are you take mental? Weasley with you. He's like, I don't want to take. He looks po- far too happy. Potter, take Weasley with you. He's having far too much fun. Yeah, this isn't well-mannered frivolity. This is ill-mannered frivolity, and I will not stand for it. No, I'm Maggie Smith. I'm a goddamn national treasure. <laughs> Calm down, lady. We're going. <laughs> <laughs> and then so, and it, Ron's pissed because he's like, I quit it's practicing and it's something mental, something. Um, and <laughs> Lavender is so happy. Ron's in there. She's obsessed with him as soon as he walks in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I love this. Slughorn is obsessed with Harry. He's so happy that he's there. Oh, Harry, Harry, my, Harry, my boy. <laughs> I love the idea that if McGonagall hadn't done that, Harry wouldn't have been in his class and his whole reason for attending Hogwarts would have been pointless. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. It occurred to me, but one of my favorite tiny moments in this movie happens, happens right, right now when they get the books, when they're fighting over the books, yeah. like that's such a kid thing to do out of nowhere. Like, uh, you know what I mean? Where they're fighting over the one that's oh, not yeah. ratty and they're fighting over the last good book. And um, Ron gets it and Harry like smacks him with, yeah, the, with the shitty, shitty one. one. Yeah. Uh, it's awesome. just an awesome moment. Uh, they fight over the good book. Uh, and then they good book. Yeah. Not that good book <laughs> as you do. <laughs> oh, the wars that have been waged over the good book. <laughs> Kitchen's Bible. Um, uh, and then they, he's Slughorn's walking him through all the different potions that he's, he's got there. And there's uh, one's a love potion. It makes you 
Um, it doesn't cause love, which is impossible. It causes obsession and infatuation is what he describes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he, Hermione, for some reason, offers up freely what she smells because it smells different to each person. And she says, freshly mown grass, parchment, and spearmint toothpaste, which is and- why I asked who was brushing their teeth earlier. Because mm. I thought maybe Ron had been, and that's why oh, she's okay. thinking of yeah. him with the potion. But other than that, I guess it's just because she's a dentist's daughter. The vapor changes colors as she's describing it. It's cool. Yeah. Um, and, and then all, all the other girls in class are really captivated by it. They are they all like five slowly of them. all creep up to it. Who is that? Is it like Katie Bell? It is Katie Bell. Uh, is there Lavender a Cho Chang there? And, no, Katie Bell, Lavender Brown and Romilda Vane. Romilda Vane is there as well. That's right. All the characters is that we actually she, named. Cho in this movie? movie? I don't uh, think she is, which I thought was strange. Hmm. Interesting. Not, not that I can recall. We also find out about Felix Felicis, which is liquid luck, as Granger offers. Um, and it's a tiny bottle. It's very, 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 very difficult to brew. It'll give a person uh, perfectly good luck. Everything that they try to do will work out just fine while the effects of the potion last. Here's my question to you. Question first of many in this magical world. Yes. Why wouldn't someone who could make this, talented enough as Slughorn is to make it, not just make it all the fucking time? Right, right. Uh, they they do bring that up, and I think that there's like bad repercussions uh, that can happen to you if you use it more than a couple of times. Okay. And he did say it was disastrous if you fuck it up. So maybe it's just one of those things. Like I mean, he's well, confident d- enough in his ability to make it to give it to children. Give it to yeah, children. but he's, yeah. he's, would be my rebuttal. Well, I get the, I got the impression that it'll go poorly if like to you while you brew it if you mess it up. Yeah. Like the brewer is at danger, not necessarily the person. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Uh, he. I think he says. Uh, I can't remember if it's the movie or the book. Uh, but he uses it twice in his life, and they were two of the best days of his life. Um, I do kind of vaguely recall that. That's right. Slughorn. Okay. Question number one answered. Thank you guys. Um, And then while they're, he's launching a contest essentially just to try to brew. uh, What is it? Living death? Liquid death. No, living death. Is it living death? Which doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Liquid death is the water that's on sale. Oh. It's a brand of water. It's really good. You're right. You're right. I don't know. Does living death kill you? Draft of living death. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, uh, when he drops the leaf and he says, I, "One drop would kill us all." I know, but it, like the name "living death" made me think it was like, um, like you looked at, like kind of like a uh, Romeo, the potion that Romeo oh, takes, okay. right? Maybe. Like all your vitals stop, but you're not dead, kind of potion. Well, it anyway, killed, it killed that leaf. It did kill the shit out of that leaf. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Execution stuff. So Harry's textbook is old and used and it has notes in the margins and it gives him like a better version of the recipe. Don't cut it, crush it, use t- 13, not 12 beans uh, or whatever. And it says this book is property of the half-blood prince. The half-blood prince. Yeah. I love this scene as well because in the back you can see Hermione, her hair getting increasingly disheveled because yeah. she's unable to deviate. Um, from deviate. The yes, yeah. yes. And she's such a great student and she's like, Damn it. I'm I love it when Harry tries to help her. He's like, no, crush it. Don't cut it. It's it says like, cut. It says clearly cut, <laughs> Harry. Holy shit. Are you ins- Are you uh. mental? Ron, is he mental? I've always said he was mental. <laughs> I don't even know why I'm here. period. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so he wins the contest. Uh, we also see a, a more no exploding Seamus in the background. Yes, which is important for Seamus. You yeah. always see exploding Seamus. And yeah, nobody's like, God damn it. Harry gets the coolest shit in the world again. Oh, wow. Harry Potter wins another competition. (laughs) Weird. Because some adult gave him the answers. Cool. What are the odds? Even Ron and Hermione are like doing that same face. Like this fucking kid. Why are we friends with him? (laughs) Uh, And then we cut to Dumbledore. 
He's got the the stabby book from the Chamber of Secrets and a ring. He throws the ring in the stabby book's hole and throws it all in a drawer. And then Harry arrives uh, and he's like, mm, are you hot for Miss Granger? And which is a weird question, but Harry's like, no, he's like, I was just wondering. Cause Dumbledore sees what all of us have been seeing for the last <laughs> yeah. six years. All right. I'm going to die I soon. Love before that I go so much though, because you, we know where it goes and we know what Dumbledore knows at this point. And for him to like, just take interest in the little things in Harry's life, despite the fact that more so than ever, ultimately just using him as a tool to defeat the dark Lord. Yeah. He like still does care about him. And I love that. It is a good but moment. Despite everything else going on in my life. How's it going? Uh, and then there's, uh, we talk about the the memories of Voldemort. He's got them all on display. Like these are all my my interactions with Tom Riddle and Voldemort. Um, I'm missing some key ones. He makes Harry watch one, which is when Tom, Dumbledore first met Tom Riddle, when he visited him at the orphanage. Um, and we go through that whole memory sequence of creepy little Tom Riddle um, not trusting Dumbledore. And he, he set his uh, I love it. armoire on fire and you, know, you don't steal at Hogwarts, you little bastard, or I'll beat the dog shit out of you or whatever Dumbledore says. <laughs> Do you know that that's uh, Ray Fine's nephew? I did not know that. I that's did awesome. not know that. The young, the young Voldemort in the scene is played by Hero Fine's Tiffin. Okay. Mm-hmm. Didn't know that at all. Young Voldemort is a young Voldemort. He's got seven little rocks sitting on his windowsill. Really? Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's a little nod to his obsession with the number seven because it's a magical number and uh, precursor to him wanting to have seven uh, parts of his soul. Mm -hmm. Interesting. There's also, he has a photo of the cave that they end up at the end of the movie. Mm -hmm. Really? Mm -hmm. You guys are catching stuff. Good job. You know, know. yeah. Gold star to each of you. I mean, I just sit on my couch and watch the movie like everyone else. There's also this (laughs) tiny little moment where uh, Dumbledore, I I think it happens here, dips his hand in the pensive, but it's his shitty hand and it goes normal for a second and he pours the memories back out and then it goes back to all decrepit. It's this tiny little thing I noticed it for the first time uh, watching it this time. That is neat. I didn't pick up on that. Cool. That's cool. So uh, real quick, I do have a question about this flashback scene. Okay. Um, So he sets his... Uh, armoire is that an armoire on fire? I guess I don't know. he and, does, and he's like, "Oh, there's something trying to get out of there." And uh, they open up this little box, and there's a bunch of random shit in it. Is it implied that he's just been pickpocketing people or something at the orphanage? Like, what are what was the significance? Yeah, he's of been that? stealing. Uh, but the most important uh, thing that you gather from that is that he likes trophies. Uh, uh, and so that's Dumbledore's learning that uh, he's going to seek out and steal things to use for his own ends. It's really an okay. indication that once you got a bad seed, there's <laughs> nothing you can do. Th- <laughs> <laughs> it actually is genetics. That kid is a bad seed. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> and he's going to go to Hogwarts and spoil the whole bunch. It that's is what so I took from it. It is really funny, like how we have all these flashbacks of of him and the people who have these memories are always like, I didn't, I couldn't tell he was evil. <laughs> I'll tell you what really blindsided me here was, I mean, I was talking to Damien Omen kid, yeah. but it surprised well, me that he grew up to be wizard Hitler. It's really fucked up when that teacher was said it was all for him. Killed himself. Yeah. It's messed up, messed up that, that kid. Didn't I did put you, it all together. Did you like how all the flashbacks are color graded to be green? Because he's the heir of Slytherin. Oh, I didn't think about the fact. And it's the Avada Kedavra color. That That's too. Solid. Green's an evil color Shh, in Harry the best Potter. Color. Except for <laughs> Harry's eyes. Those are Lily's eyes. Yep. <laughs> well, canonically, they're supposed to be green. In the movie, they're blue. But, you know, whatever. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That would be better if you had green eyes. That makes more the connection between the two of them is more effective. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Uh, yeah. 
And then this, this is where we find out that Dumbledore is asking Harry to be a spy um, for him on Slughorn. I need you. You said to, he was going to try to collect me. You want me to let him? Yeah. Yes. I think that's the scene. Exactly. Then we cut to Draco really doing weird, some skep shit. That's a weird phrase. Mm-hmm. Like, I want this teacher's going to try to collect you. And I, I want, want you, you to, to let him. him. <laughs> there is like a well, weird. There's like a couple of lines oh, in this God. movie that are weird where he's like. Do whatever you have to (laughs) (laughs) go to this grown man's slumber party. (laughs) He might try to liquor you up. Yeah, he does. Indeed. He does do that. And now a quick word from our sponsor, better help. As you all know, we are ardent supporters here at streaming things of strong mental health, though we may not be paragons of that. I actually work full time in the mental health industry. I travel around trying to guide and help folks find people that might help them through their needs. And even I struggle very much in that category. In fact, I do not have a therapist currently. But Steve, ever since we've been dealing with BetterHelp and partnering with them, I think you've you found some help in them as well. Absolutely. Uh, I started using BetterHelp when they gave us a code and I've been working with my therapist, Becky. She's a true G. She's been mm. helping me kind of work through my own uh, uh, relationship issues and goals for myself, including uh, getting over my codependency issues that I'm just discovering that I have. So she has really helped me this year with kind of grappling who I am and what I need to do to have a happier life. Yeah. And actually having them as a sponsor has helped propel me in my urgency to find my own therapist. So I'm working on that this month. And that's the cool thing about BetterHelp. They'll help pair you with a therapist. You can scan through different ones that are available on the app, you know, right from your home. So you don't have to like talk yourself out of going because you got to drive somewhere or whatever excuse that you can come up with. I know how I am. So when you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com slash streaming things today to get 10% off your first First month. That's betterhelp.com slash streaming things. Uh, well, and everywhere else but America, you can, the legal age for drinking is like, like 16. 14, I think, in Germany for beer. And really? yeah, so that's a, not as big of a deal to drink in other countries as it is America. Yeah. Um, Any we won't get into the politics of what that does by making it taboo. Not on this show. It's not <laughs> like. Drug, alcoholism, and addiction is way worse in America because of the tabooification of those things. Mm. That's not what I'm going to say because that's no. not this type of show. No. No. No, not, not at so all. So Draco's doing skep shit. We find out later he's fixing <laughs> the vanishing cabinet is what he's mm. doing all the time. That is, in fact, the room of requirement, which I missed. One of my favorite things about uh, Order of the Phoenix it's is so that nice. the training room. Um, and we cut to- there's a- there's a nice little shot of the death. It's such a, it's a scene that only exists for the audience, but they had, it's a real quick scene of death eaters trying to get into Hogwarts and being denied by the, the wall. Here we come. <laughs> oh no. I like the fly. When Flitwick first put the charm on the gates, the little fly comes into it and hits it. And yeah. he's like, hmm, it worked. Yeah. <laughs> Which is like, thank God it does. But it's, it's your yeah, whole ass job. But it's funny that like, Weeks or months into the school term, the the Death Eaters are like, "All right, let's try it again." Ha ha! Shit. <laughs> Hopefully, Draco comes through with the closet trick. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I trust that kid. Early up and comer, and then we cut to Harry, who's running Quidditch practice now. I guess he's the team captain. Did I miss that in five? Uh, um, yes. What's his they, name? They completely cut out uh, Quidditch, and Wood is gone. Yeah, Wood uh, left. He Wood graduated. Left. So they won uh, the Quidditch uh, Cup for the first time for the Gryffindors in the third movie, and that was Wood's last year at Hogwarts. So it was a big deal for. Wood. Oh, and there was no Quidditch during there was no the Quidditch during the Triwizard Tournament, and now Harry's. And there the wasn't captain. any Quidditch when. Um, 
the fascists from the ministry were there either, I guess. Uh, yeah. So there is in the books. They just cut that out of the movies. One of the many uh, things. Yeah. But yeah. Um, okay. Judiciously. So just, this is the first we see, what, see of uh, Harry being team captain and they just kind of brush over it like this. Yeah, just, Hey, he's just, captain now. Do you see what Harry's number is? 69. Seven. Seven. Nice. Seven. Wow. Mm. Did not. It's teamed up. But also Jenny plays too. Yeah, that's just, <laughs> yeah. I don't know what's going on. I thought I missed Again, all this in five. Now I'm like, oh shit. In I, the fifth book, uh, Harry gets suspended from Quidditch by Umbridge and Jenny fills in as the seeker. Uh, that's right. And then Harry t- comes back and she becomes a chaser. But, but like after the books, like she becomes like a professional Quidditch player. Right. That's I don't like, know. Like in that's her, her future. Yeah. I'm yeah. pretty sure. I, I don't know. I was reading like what happens to all these characters. And I think Jenny was like a big Quidditch star. Could be. That's what Ron wants to be. Damn. Damn. Ron getting shafted in every turn. Mental. It does get Hermione. But yeah, Ron's um, feel like he's a, a stay at right? dad. That's the vibe he gives off. Huh? Uh, well, if you want to know, according to the, the literature I was reading, Ron, Ron briefly became an or with Harry. Oh, wow. Retired early and then helped, uh, which one lives, George? Run uh, the shop. George, yes. Yes. Helps him run, run the, the shop. shop. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. Uh, Cormac. Yeah, Ex-cap. <laughs> <laughs> Cormac's the guy who uh, is really into Hermione and mm-hmm. is competing with Ron. And he also is competing for Ron's keeper position on the team, which is mm-hmm. what he wants. Because just because you were on the team before doesn't mean he you can be on the team now. Likes his chances. Catches yeah. a fly. It's like, oh, I don't think you're more of a, a beater with your form. Mm-hmm. You know, it has to be, you have to be somebody fast and he catches a fly. Like, oh, I like my chances. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but then Hermione cheats for Ron. Long story mm-hmm. short, she uses a confundus charm to make Cormac miss a goal. And Ron gets the, the position on the team. I'm um, just saying if I was in charge of the team and I saw uh, Cormac's performance and compared it with Ron's <laughs> yeah. performance, even though Cormac missed that one goal, I'd still be like, yeah, he got it. Ron's not even on the broom. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that point when he fell off? He fell off for a long yeah. moment, for yeah. sure. I love Harry sitting there like watching, like glint, side-eyeing, like, come on, Ron. You're like, embarrassing me. Get your shit together, You're man. You're embarrassing me, Ron. <laughs> um, but Lavender's loving it. Yeah. She is. Yeah, she She's is. just mooning over Juan Juan constantly. Juan Juan. Uh, we cut to Hermione. He's really curious about the book, the Half-Blood Prince book that Harry's been using. He's really defensive and protective of it. Doesn't want to let him get it. Jin- it's as precious. Jin- Jenny steals it. She's like, who's the Half-Blood Prince? That sounds super skep. And he's like, no, what could possibly happen? Um, <laughs> uh, and then they go off to drink butterbeer to be near Slughorn, I think is Harry's intention because they're at the the three broomsticks. Yeah, he, he he sees him walk by Flitwick and he's like, yeah. hey, Flitwick, would you like to come drink with me? Like, I'd love to party. Oh no, Jesus I got a thing. Out. <laughs> you have a reputation. I don't want band practice. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm small. I'm not a child. Leave me alone. Don't don't collect me. Um, I would very much like to collect you. <laughs> um, and then they they spot Malfoy being creepy in the three broomsticks as well. Mm. Um, and Ron sees Jenny snogging Dean. She's over I there snogging Dean. I'd like to leave. Yeah, I would like to leave. Um, and this is where Slughorn invites Harry to a private party. And Miss Granger can come as well. And he's all tipsy. He's like, look for my owl. Good to see you, Wallenby. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. You'll be welcome too, Mr. Granger. Good to see you. But the, then his wrong it. name. Yeah, I love it when he first walks over. He does like a big like, come, good to see you. And he, he spills beer all over uh, Hermione. He's like, oh, hands on deck, Granger. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Someone can handle their butter beer. Um, and by the way, Ron's hair. Did uh, you Not a fan. Did you notice Hermione, <laughs> Hermione was pounding that butter beer? 
No. Yeah. When it, she the, can hang? By the end of the scene, she's the only one that has finished her whole It's probably a little joke about how like full. uncomfortable she is. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, because because then they make the joke that she has like the foam all over her. I did, her. yeah, the foam, yeah, the foam joke. Yeah. The butterbeer mustache on Hermione is what I wrote down. Yeah. Uh, and we cut to outside. They see a, this chick flying around like a demon. Oh, uh, so Exorcist creepy. style. Yeah, and it's Katie Bell, who's on the Quidditch team mm-hmm. for Gryffindor, I believe. And then Hagrid shows up out of nowhere. Oh, no one touch her. I, I was drunk as fuck a minute ago, but I got sober up and get this kid out of here. Don't touch that necklace, except with the wrapping. Pick up that gun, but don't touch the trigger. Yeah. Like, yeah. use the wrapping. Just use the wrapping. Uh, and then McGonagall cuts to her like, why is it always you three? And there's a kind of a, a meta acknowledgement where Ron's like, you know, I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> I, get <it. laughs> I get it. Literally, it's like we're the protagonist or something. Yeah. This shit is always happening right around us. Uh, and then Snape examines the evil necklace as is his new job. Uh, and then Harry always does that annoying thing where he's like, it was Malfoy. Somebody. I just went, know it. Somebody went to Jared. <laughs> <laughs> Every kiss begins with kill. <laughs> oh, 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 did we just discover the sequel to All You Need Is Kill? Uh, I think I we did. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, they say that Miss Bell is lucky to be alive. Um, blah, 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 blah. She must have been cursed. No, she would never carry that necklace. We all know what happens. Uh, we cut to Harry laying awake at night watching the map because nobody believes him that he that it's Malfoy behind all of this. And he's starting to obsess as Harry does. And Ron's over there just talking about Dean. Like, hey, he's a good guy. He's awesome. You know? What's he singing, Ginny? What's he singing, her? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then... Hermione, he says, Hermione, he, he, Hermione he says, has nice skin. Nice His skin, skin goes, yeah. you know, and yeah. Harry says that about Ginny. And yeah. then Ron's like, you know, oh, she's got Her- nice skin. Hermione has nice skin too, which is fucking creepy, right? Well, do we're th- just establishing. Do you think it puts the who, lotion on it? Who, who, ew. <laughs> we're establishing who likes who, you know, we, we got some motivation. Oh now. no, I get it. There are way Steve, more things that aren't creepy than saying. I don't think it's that creepy. Oh, you have nice skin. To be like 15. <laughs> yeah, honestly. These kids are what, 15? Uh, yeah, 16. To 16. be 16 and they're saying they have nice skin? Yeah, that's fair. Really polite. Okay. Laying in he a boy's dorm. I say she's got fat tits. <laughs> yeah. I will die on this I hill. I knew I could count on you. Anyone looking at someone and saying, you have nice skin is fucking weird. I would argue if you use that tone, you can't say anything without that's being creepy. The tone they were using, no, Chris. They were like sheepishly trying to say their feelings. If I went up yeah. to a woman, uh, and you can write in at streamingthingspot.com, <laughs> if I know you fairly well, and I say, you know what, you have wonderful skin. You have amazing skin. That is not creepy. That's yeah. not creepy, no. That's a good compliment. That is not the context we're talking about, Oh Chris. my God. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like there is half and half. Like, Ron so is So you're saying, saying, Steve, we're, you're saying, Here's, you're saying, if I we're the question, was creepy, the, yes. you and I are having a slumber party. Question. I'm late. It's quiet. Okay. I'm over there reading right. my map. Okay. And I just say it. out of the blue, Hey Steve. Yeah. Yeah. Chris. Andy has really nice skin. You that's creepy. I would be definitely befuddled. Like, um, you would think I have a crush on Andy, right? I would think you wanted to wear Andy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't agree. I think it would be clear I have a crush on Andy, so but it wouldn't say this is the context. What size is it? <laughs> the context was Ron said, "What does he see in Jenny? What are the things that he values in Jenny?" And he's like, "Well, she's smart. She's pretty. She's got nice skin." <sighs> Oh, that's weird. That's so weird. Steve, just for the record, you have nice skin. That's a lie. But thank you. We just have to agree to disagree. 
I think complimenting a, a man or woman's skin is a nice thing to do. Mm-hmm. Cause it's like their whole epidermis. That's such a big compliment. That covers you know? all of it. It's almost everything, but the other parts, I don't know, laying in bed and blissfully <laughs> saying she has nice skin is mm-hmm. weird. Hey, Coming man. up to her friends like, Hey, you have great skin. Oh I my think God. you should not weird. I think maybe you are being an asshole and you should notice a lady's skin more. They put a lot of effort into it. Mm. I'm, they do. I'm going to flip it on you. Mm. Okay. You know Big what? Fact. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. All That's that work fair. they be putting in their skin. That's fair. I'll be putting a lot of effort in my skin. I want you to notice it, senpai. Have you? Mm-hmm. I use CeraVe face lotion before I came here. Can I touch it? Mostly because my skin gets dry in the winter. Yeah. Mm. What you, yeah. Ooh. What do you think? <laughs> Buttery smooth. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's, like, it's like a cup of butterbeer. You're going to have a butterbeer mustache on later. Oh, my. <laughs> hey, Andy. Um, where are we at? What do you think of Chris? I think he's a great guy. I like his skin. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, they, t- they have that Let's conversation party. We cut, we cut to this. We also, I think have 20 minutes to get through the rest of this movie. No, we got this. <laughs> we got it. We cut to the dinner at Slughorns. Cormac's there. Uh, Marcus's uncle invented Wolfsbane potion. That's why he's there. Fuck that guy. He eats ice cream way too fast. Yeah. Um, I think it's ice cream, right? It looks like, it. Yeah, 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 it's hard to tell. And this is uh, where they, that, that kid, uh, got murdered. Yeah. Uh, like yeah. The, the, the actor? The actor. Yeah. No. Before like the movie stabbed. released, he got stabbed in a bar fight or something. God, these Harry Potter kids were partying. Yeah. Well, there Maybe was, Radcliffe th- did this, have an alcohol problem. It was a guy. There was this, I used to buy weed off guy. Goyle. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was this crazy guy who went after his brother. Oh, and that's terrible. Bunch, uh, him and a bunch of other people tried to subdue the guy. And one person took the knife away, but they didn't realize he had a second knife. And in the struggle, he ended up stabbing him in the head. Jeez. Uh, and killed him. Wow. Yeah. I mean, this, had two knives. I didn't know it was yeah. in the head. Jesus yeah. Christ. It I was, didn't need that image. It was before the movie came out. Like he, That's wild. This, which is, it's really sad. <laughs> Thanks for that. Bit. You're welcome. <laughs> Glad you did your research. Yeah. <laughs> um, but there is a really neat scene uh, where they're all trying to learn about muggles, especially Slughorn from Hermione. And the, you you slowly realize they have no reference points. And it's really funny. Like, uh, oh, they're dentists. Oh, is that a dangerous job? No, they just work on teeth. Well, the, he did get bit by a boy one time. That was funny. And she's laughing and he needed 10 stitches, but they don't know what stitches are. So yeah. they're all just looking at her and it's just let go and let hang. And I like that a that moment a lot. That's Jim good. Broadbent is genius at like contorting his face. Like he always, like he's got like his one eyebrow up and he just looks so like, like yeah. <laughs> it's him and Dwayne Johnson. The only two people that can do that. The people's eyebrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jenny Weasley shows up crying and like yeah. Hermione's got she's the deeds. She's like, oh, again. she's fighting with Dean again. Exposition. You yeah. got me. Harry stands for her like a gentleman from the 19th century. <laughs> and, and Hermione has this cute smile of like knowing that he has a crush on her. Right. Um, and well, then, I think we all know at that point. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, the audience, sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I meant the characters. Uh, and then Potter hangs back to try to get some info from Slughorn. Is what his, that's what his job is. Um, and, you know, he's like, yeah, they're unlikely to make the shelf. Just shitting on all the dumb kids that yeah. were just there. Because uh, he's got this contraption that, like, the sand runs faster if the conversation is not stimulating. So that's why that came up. Um, and then he's like, did Voldemort, he's, to Harry's not good at the spy thing. I just want to say he would never survive doing what Snape's doing. He's just oh, always sure. right on the nose. Like, <laughs> well, he, he tries to just, he says up. like one normal thing. And then he's like, did Voldemort make the shelf? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. He's into it, bro. Don't say his name. Uh, Slughorn immediately gets defensive. Uh, and, and it just says he doesn't know shit he about actually, I love the way that like he uh, gets aggressive. He's like, don't say his name. Like, like yeah. shouts it at him. Yeah. Like we haven't gotten that aspect of Slughorn up until this point. And you know that it's because of like the inner guilt that he has about what uh, absolutely he feels like he 
made him become. It reminds me of uh, Bilbo's reactions when they like try to take the in the early yeah early not that one <laughs> you want it for yourself like those ones you know out of nowhere kind of shit uh and then we cut to uh ron eating breakfast in his quidditch helmet and everybody's kind of making fun of him in the background um and the, the you know he's like hey do you guys have fun at the slug club he's really mad he wasn't invited all that kind of stuff harry yeah. pretends to put liquid liquid luck in his cup and luna sits down yes. with the giant lion head yes. on it's so cute <laughs> she's Dude. the best i love her and then calls harry out which is what i don't understand about the scene is she says what'd you put in ron's cup and ron and harry's plan is incumbent upon luna doing that mm-hmm so, and Harry's not that smart. He's not a Dumbledore. Like Luna's going to come in and notice and call it. You know what I mean? So yeah. anyway, he whatever. It's a small thing. He might've talked to her about it beforehand. By the way, this whole like fake liquid luck plot is basically what they do in Space Jam. When Bugs pretends that the water is like super juice <laughs> and they all get confidence based on the placebo effect. Hey, this takes place in the nineties. They probably time. just watched it over the break. They did. <laughs> Wait, is that the movie with LeBron James? I'm just kidding. God. Yeah. <laughs> and see my disgusted face. <laughs> we all watched that together for the podcast. Wasn't I that rem- a bad day? Remember? <laughs> yeah. That was awful. That was awful. Um, anyway. And of course. <laughs> if you want to listen day. to three grown men cry, <laughs> listen to that episode. And of course they're playing Slytherin. Cause what would be interesting about them playing any other team ever in this movie? <laughs> um, and Weasley does so well with all that confidence. And I, lo- and I, I, we don't have time for me to gush as much as I wanted to gush, but like it keeps cutting to Hermione and she's mad that Harry's cheating in her mind, even though she helped him cheat with the confundus charm. Mm. Um, but every time he gets a goal and he's like, yeah, fuck mm. yeah, me. She's like so happy for him. She yeah. can't help it. Like she keeps smiling and clapping. Um, everybody's chanting Weasley, Weasley, which is a super cool sport ball thing to do, I suppose. Sports. Uh, Harry calls her out in the confundus charm uh, and tells her that he faked it. And then Lavender kisses Ron and Hermione gets sick to her stomach and leaves. She's very sad about that. Uh, Cut to Hermione crying. uh, And she tells Harry that she knows he likes Jenny. You're my best friend. Mm -hmm. Of course I know you like Jenny. Um, Jenny. And then I guess she has all these magical birds like accompanying her tears. Because Ron comes up like, hey, what's up with the mental birds? And she says, a pugno is the spell she uses and launches all the birds at him. And he gets like, oh, and runs. There's a, there's a moment in the scene that drives me nuts. It's when, so Harry and Hermione are sitting there kind of having a moment heart to heart. And then Ron and Lavender come up giggling, right? And then Lavender goes, oh, looks like this room's taken. They're not in a room, Lavender. <laughs> we just want to make out in the hallway. This is a hallway. There are stairs. What bothers me about this is the cringy rom-com situation where Hermione says, how does it feel when you see Dean with ha- with Jenny? I know how you feel about her. And then all the shit was with Ron Lambert happens, and then Harry sits down and says, "It feels like this. Like it, it's just so cringy. I can't fucking like. Stand I've it. never noticed you were that sad about Jenny being with Dean until yeah. now. Um, but it's cool. I like the moment where he comforts Hermione. You know, he holds her mm-hmm. as a friend. It's Again, cool. Hermione and Harry. I know, man. You're shipping them, but it's Ship not going to happen. Ship it. I don't believe this. Look Ron at her bullshit. skin, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> if only Harry truly appreciated her skin. Yeah. A whole mm. different movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is where we get the cool shot that I talked about at the beginning where Harry's holding Hermione and then you see Ron and Lavender snogging in the tower and then it ends on Draco up in the tower before it pans to the wide shot. Uh, Dope shot. 
very cool shot. We cut to uh, Ron being a super douche. This this next note say Ron sucks on your end, Steve. Okay, because yeah. it's just him going. I can't help it if she's got her knickers in a twist. I'm a free agent. I get to snog whoever they all want me or whatever. Right? <laughs> did, when did Ron become Austin Powers? <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah. yeah. Baby. <laughs> Everything is about love at Hogwarts, baby. It's, the, yeah. it's not mine. It's not my bag. Uh, uh, one novel titled that very much is my bag, Sweet. baby. <laughs> um, Harry wanted to go to the, the Slughorn Christmas party with Hermione as friends. She's like, oh, I wish I'd have thought of that. I made other arrangements. Um, and so she suggests he get his own date. And he's like, hey, how about Ramil Devane? She really, she's really into me. And Hermione's like, no, she only wants you because you're the chosen one. And he's like, but I am the I chosen am one. The chosen I, one. I, I laughed so hard. Yeah, that's, good. that's a good moment. That's she like good. hits him with the, I think the paper that she's holding yeah, hits him yeah. on the head. Like, it's so good. Again, they're adorable. They are. But Emma Watson crushed it in this movie. This is I, her best performance so far. Um, I love how he says, like, I guess I'll ask someone cool. And then Costa Luna. It's Luna. She is cool. Yeah. It's cool as fuck. I, I ship them too. And I, I didn't write down <laughs> her same. line, but she's walking through the hallway, something like, that's why I always wear shoes when. And he, I, I just knew it was creepy. Oh, because she sleepwalks. She is that why? That's yeah. why I always wear shoes to bed. Um, and then you get a, like, a surprise uh, Draco uh, cameo. <laughs> He's being, yeah, he's just sitting in that corner and then goes to be creepy with the closet thing again. Um, and it, I think it's him using the spell Harmonia Nectura Passus, I believe. He's like putting an apple in there and shit. We find out later he's just fixing the vanishing cabinet and making sure that the objects he puts in are arriving at Borgen and Burks. Um, and we cut to Neville serving at the Christmas party. What the fuck is up with that? Because he, he was at the, the the ice cream one. Yeah, but he, he didn't, he make, didn't the make the cut. He didn't make the cut. So now he's just going to serve. Mm -hmm. Why would he do that? <laughs> Neville hasn't discovered self-respect yet. I don't yeah. have anything cool. I'm not going to play my game gear or anything cool. I'm just going to come serve at this party for no money, which is super weird. I just want to go stand around and be super awkward. In front I'm going to go friends. serve alcohol to the other children at this adult party. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want to do with my Friday night. Hermione's uh, hiding. She, she hates that she brought Cormac and she's hiding behind the, uh, she left him under the missile. So I guess he tried to, to, to catch her there. By the way, why do wizards celebrate Christmas? Do they believe in Jesus? Oh, yeah. Okay. Jesus, uh, I mean, Christmas is a, is a fun time for all, buddy. <laughs> I just thought it was interesting. There are presents, English. There are trees. You know? It's a pagan holiday. We can all get down. That's true. That's true. Um, and there's the, there's a snarf-a-lump plant. I don't know why I wrote that down other than that the name's really cool. Um, <laughs> dude, Cormac is so fucking creepy. She runs from the curtain. Because he's coming. And then he pops behind the curtain and sees Harry and he goes, slippery little manx, your friend. <laughs> like that's, that's a creepy thing to say, it Steve. Is. Oh, yeah, it is. If he'd have said she has really nice skin, I would have been fine. But he said slippery little manx like he's the fucking Peppy Le Pew yeah. running around this party. Oh, Cormac is definitely a sex pest for sure. <laughs> and Harry's like, you're eating Don't dragon balls. That. <laughs> yeah, he's, he, well, uh, somebody offers whatever they really are to Hermione and they're like, oh, it'll give you a bad breath and she starts snarfing him down. Yeah, maybe that'll like, keep maybe him away. Keep him away. And so when he starts eating and he's, he like doesn't even care. He's like, mm, what is this? Yeah. It's Dragon Balls. Blah. Dragon Balls. And he vomits on Snape. Right it's, on Snape's shoes. It's Dragon Tartar, so I think that would mean raw dragon meat. I think right? so. Ew. Dragon Balls is Hagrid funnier. was very upset. He was. Um, One of my oldest friends he was. <laughs> Cormac <laughs> vomits on Snape, gives him detention for a month. Not so quick, Potter. I have a message to impart to you. Dumbledore's traveling is what he tells him. 
Um, and then he just leaves Harry with that. And then Filch busts in. He caught Malfoy lurking about upstairs. And give me, leave me alone, you fucking squib. Uh, and Draco. <laughs> I thought Mrs. Norris was around. <laughs> and Drake, uh, Snape did the unbreakable vow. So he saves Malfoy from that trouble, grabs him, talks to him in the hallway. And they have an argument. I can do it. I'm the, I'm, this is my moment. I'm the chosen one. I don't need your help. And then Harry's listening into all of this, which is weird because you think that a powerful wizard like Snape would have some sort of people can't hear me charm. He I would, don't give a shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and this is where Ron explains what an unbreakable vow is to Harry in the next scene. You can't break an unbreakable vow. And <laughs> For what it's worth, the people can't hear me spell is muffliato. That is a thing. Uh, right. Why wouldn't they use that? Mm-hmm. Muffliato. Uh, it's the name of my new band, by the way. Uh, Lavender's insane. She's like blowing on the glass in the train. <laughs> I fucking love that. Aren't, yeah, the whole, they really draw that out to be, and I love, there's a moment, and I don't know if you caught this. Again. It cuts back to Harry and Ron, and Harry's like pulling a piece of the armchair down out of the seat, like pretending not to like, <laughs> doing the awkward shit you do. When you, when you, when you're trapped, be here. yeah. <laughs> oh, damn. What does this receipt say? You know, that kind of stuff. Like I loved yeah, it. Dude. Um, she just wants to snog me. And all she wants to do My is snog. Look. <laughs> yeah. Like he would be tired of that. Um, Hermione sees the love note. She's about to come into the cabin and like apologizes the vibe I get. And she sees that and gets mad again. What's your problem? And then we find out when you break an unbreakable vow, you die. They finish that convo. Uh, we cut to Remus and Tonks. Everybody's at the Weasleys for Christmas, I think. And uh, Remus and Tonks are talking to uh, Harry, and there's like, they're saying that they trust Snape. What's so funny? I sorry, my notes. I just realized my autocorrect changed Tonks' names to Tonys. <laughs> <laughs> Remus, Remus and Tonys. Tonys. And Arthur's just Tony's awkwardly. Just, hey, he's, <laughs> he's just awkwardly watching the combo with a so I do. pillow in his lap. He I does. sent that picture to you guys. Really funny to me. Uh, Jenny's feeding Harry like a sweet treat. And then Ron Ron comes and sits between them. Love that moment. Pie? (laughs) And just quietly (laughs) ruins the moment. He has conservatively 20 pies. I love it. Easy. Going to eat them all. Uh, We cut to Arthur and Harry talking about the tough times that they're in. And then that's where we find out what a fucking vanishing cabinet is. It's it's the MacGuffin, kind of. I love the way he says vanishing cabinet. Vanishing cabinet. 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 Vanishing cabinet. cabinet. God, those English people. Mm-hmm. I love the way they speak. Uh, then we cut to Tonks and Remus leaving because Remus is uh, about to turn into a werewolf and it's super important that they get out of there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Jenny's tying Harry's shoe, wearing a robe. Uh, mm-hmm. Things are getting uh, steaming up pretty quick. And then Merry Christmas, Harry. And then outside bursts into flames. Death Eaters arrive. Bellatrix is there. And I guess that's Fenrir. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mr. Gray back to you. That's Gray back. Harry chases her because he's mad at her about killing Sirius, right? Uh, yes. Which is her whole plan, I assume, to lure them out. I hate this sequence, by the way. It's my only problem with the movie. Yeah, this sequence is maddening. Jenny Agreed. makes it through the fire that none of the talented, strong wizards that run this shit can get through. Weird. Uh, and I killed Sirius Black. Love H- Helena Bottom Carter's performance as always. And then there's this dumbass moment where uh, I like that Jenny blocks Fenrir's spell. And then her and Harry are together just blocking all the spells. And then all of a sudden, uh, Remus, Tonks, and Arthur do show up. 
Nobody can do any, I was ranting with my wife and this is, I know we don't have time for my bullshit, but my only problem with this whole series of movies is that battle magic is so fucking lame for no reason. Stupefy, Expelliarmus, Avada Kedavra, Stupefy, no, you know all kinds of shit. Why didn't you drink some cool potion like a witcher beforehand? Like you got <laughs> Remus, Arthur and, and Tonks just standing there like terrified at the stalks of corn. Fucking fly and see corn. where they are. Like you're a literal wizard. What are you doing? Yeah. You're just waiting. I'm sorry. I'm getting so upset. But no, like, okay. this scene well, could be so cool. Is this the rant you were talking about? Well, yeah, I have more, but yeah. Okay. The, or the tirade. Uh, so, well, so canonically they can't fly. That's something that suddenly appeared in the. Wingardium Fetiosa. Fetiosa. Uh, <laughs> they could yeah, float. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah. Pass on your fucking feet. Yeah. I know. I agree with you. Like they could be doing so or much like this scene. Or like Enemos Revelio. Or, <laughs> yeah. or like they. Do something to like cut the fucking corn stalks. Something. Yes, uh, sectum simpra, uh, and cut all the corn down. Yeah. Why is Molly's house like they just fly away and explode the Weasley's house? Is how this scene ends, right? Mm-hmm. That's very sad. I get it. I love. How is there not Arthur, a protection against that? Arthur immediately is just like Molly and goes fucking. Acting's great. Love that. But I just wonder why the house wouldn't be protected from explodies. That should be the first thing you do as a wizard is protect your like- house from explodies. I feel like the, I don't know what I'm going to say to defend it is that like the protection was lost when the family left the house. That's what I'm going to say, but I don't know if that's true. Um, That's fair. That's fair. I just like, there's such an opportunity in these films for the battle magic or in the books even too, like for the battle magic to be so cool. Like when two wizards duel, it should, it's, it's the only time it's ever cool is when Severus Snape is, is doing it. Right. Or Dumbledore and Dumbledore. Yeah. Uh, Severus Snape and Dumbledore are cool when they fight. Uh, but what it should be like, like when you fight a duel with a wizard, what I would like to see, do you guys watch the Sandman show at all? No, doesn't matter. We'll scratch that then. What it would be cool is like, instead of these wordless spells that are all just like formless gray energy, like the fucking, the, the wooden floorboards turn into snakes and start to climb up the, the, the one wizard's legs. And that wizard takes the snakes and slings them at the other guy. And they turn into knives halfway through the air. And you know what I mean? Like this, like super genius, creative level battle of like, who is more creative and and intelligent and quick, uh, like a, like a rap battle or something. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, but one of them gets mom spaghetti and dies, you know, uh, that's what I would like to see. Oh no, mom spaghetti. And that's my rant that (laughs) I wish was more cool. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So the whole fucking thing, I don't know why nobody Avada Kedavra's, it just doesn't make any sense to me. This whole scene, like just through the grass and <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Remus is done, um, but they just blow up the house instead. And uh, that's the end of that scene. Well, I think they're trying to get Harry not trying to kill him. They're trying to lure him out. Cause he's for the dark Lord. Yes. That's what they say at the end. Um, Hermione chides Harry for running out there, I think. Um, and then, and my, my next note is Hermione chides Harry one, one. Uh, <laughs> so I fucked that up. Uh, and then we get the memory, <laughs> we get a memory of Tom Riddle and Slughorn, but it's the edited memory. Uh, it's the one that Slughorn uh, doctored up to where he actually and refuses I to help him. Fucking loved young Tom Riddle here, dude. He's so good. Whoever that kid is. It, it, this is Ray Fine's nephew or different. This is older kid. This is, a, this is an older, older kid. Yeah. Um, it's his cousin. Uh, <laughs> it's the whole fine family. It's, it's Ray Fines. It's Joseph Fines. <laughs> this is before Shakespeare and Love. Oh, this is Ralph Fines. <laughs> this is that Ralph Fines I've heard so much about. Yeah, this is creepy Tom asking about Horcruxes, but we don't find that out yet. Yeah. Um, Dumbledore wants to persuade Slughorn to, uh, Harry to persuade Slughorn to give him the real version of this memory. That's his main job. We need this. Otherwise, we're just, we have no chance to beat Voldemort. Um, 
So then he goes to Slughorn and he basically says the whole same exact thing that Riddle said, which is like a terrible idea for a spy. Again, I can't stress enough how bad Harry is at this. He just quotes Riddle word for word. Um, Are there some kinds of magic you're not allowed to teach us? Yeah, the whole thing. Um, And then he's like, uh, getting really bad PTSD right now, Harry. (laughs) Last time someone asked me this, a lot of people died. Um, and, but he gets angry and says, Dumbledore put you up to this, didn't he? Didn't he? And Broadbent's amazing during this, but he ultimately refuses Potter and starts hiding from him for the rest of the movie. Uh, we cut to Ron gushing over how beautiful the moon is. He's gorgeous. And he's eating a bunch of snacks that Harry had was sent. I ate some of your snacks. <laughs> My favorite acting in this movie is when people are drugged up. Ron, when he's taking the love potion and then Harry, when he takes the Felix Felicity. I love Harry when it's he takes the so Felix. Good. That's great. Uh, but we figure out pretty quickly that Ramil Devane had put a love potion in these snacks and Ron ate them all. So he's obsessed with Ramil Devane now. Uh, and Harry he, like, uses punches this. Harry when Harry's like, do you even fucking know her? Like, yeah. What are you doing? And he's like, what do you mean? Can you introduce me? <laughs> um, really good line. Um, and then Harry has a, 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 a spark of inspiration, decides to take Ron to see Slughorn as an excuse to talk to him, to get a cure from him. Uh, and then, what's the matter with Wimby? What's the yep. matter with Wimby? The third version <laughs> of his name. Uh, so then he cures him of the love potion uh, and says, uh, you need to pick me up, my boy, and then offers them more liquor. And I was thinking to myself, Andy's like, hell yeah, yeah let's go. And then Ron gets poisoned. Uh, by the, the liquor, and then uh, Harry uses a bezoar, which yes. is something we learned about in the first movie, right? Uh, yeah. One of yeah. the questions Snape asks. Mm-hmm. Oh. What's, a, what's a bezoar? Dang, that's a deep cut. Because when they were like, good thinking with the bezoar, Harry, I was like, I don't know what the fuck that is. So <laughs> in the in the book, uh, the there there's some super complicated uh, antidote for some poison uh, that they're studying. And uh, the half-blood prince had scratched everything out and said, just give him a stick of bezoar down his throat. And uh, so Harry is... Um, in some class and uh, losing his shit uh, about to like fail this class or whatever. And then he reads that note and then he, he hands that into Slughorn and Slughorn like laughs and he's like, Oh, what cheek. And uh, so Harry like gets a good grade or whatever. Uh, So anyway, in the the book, that's how he learns. That's that's the book. Uh, Okay. In in the movie, he just does that. And they say, good thinking. (laughs) (laughs) And Rod wakes up. I like the line where these girls are going to kill me. Yeah. Um, Cause he's just too much of a ladies man. It's, it's stressing him out. Mm. I lo- also really good acting when like uh, he takes the antidote for the love potion. Like you see his fucking face fall and he is like, I feel really bad. It's like, he's come down off Coke or something. Yeah. Like you just like, you can tell he feels sick. It's incredible. Yeah. And this next scene is so good. Like when he wakes up in the hospital and Dumbledore is proud of Harry for the the bazaar, I think is how he says it. Um, and they find out that the gifted bottle was poisoned. Lavender shows up and there's this whole argument with Lavender and Hermione. Like, you're not his friend. You haven't talked to him in weeks because she's jealous. Right. And Hermione's jealous. Right. Yeah. They're they're mm-hmm. they're both fighting over Ron, which would never happen. But let's <laughs> no. willing suspension of disbelief. No. The whole thing that makes this so funny is you can see. Michael Gambon and Alan Rickman and everybody just staring at Lavender and like the whole idea that with Voldemort and everything going on that they would just be like so like (laughs) and then (laughs) this is where he's all Dumbledore right he says oh to be young and feel love's keen sting when she runs off crying (laughs) but like when Ron asked for Hermione Emma Watson's so good it's so dumb it's Mm. played for comedy I cried a little bit I love that I happen to be his 
friend. Yeah. You know, I've like, always found him interesting. Yeah. What's she yeah. doing here? Yeah. <laughs> and then they say, oh, I might the, ask you the same thing. Let's leave here. Mr. Weasley is well tended. Like I just, mm. I love this whole scene yeah. so much. Um, we cut to fucking Draco using that damn cabinet again. Uh, we get it. He's up yeah. there cabineting. Uh, and then Lavender's staring at Ron. He doesn't remember why they broke up. You know, there was all a blackout. Hermione kind of stumbles over how to explain it and just stop me if and I miss anything like important. she's like crestfallen because he doesn't remember. She's like, you don't remember anything? He's like, there is one thing, but no, it couldn't be. So he kind of, <laughs> he kind of remembers. No, it couldn't no, be. No, it Not couldn't that. be. We weren't snogging, were we? <laughs> right. Um, and then Katie Bell is back. She says she can't remember how she got cursed, but then she looks really long at Malfoy as if she does remember that it was mm-hmm. him. And Malfoy sees that he's talking to her and is like, shit, <laughs> the jig is up. He's telling the cops kid who wants to be a cop. The juice is loose. <laughs> the jig is up. Cheese it, it's the fuzz. Um, and then fucking Draco's like, get the fuck out, get the fuck out. It's, it, it's insane. Like the reactions that like, she says, I have no fucking idea. And she's like, <laughs> yeah. And then he's like, I guess he has like a turn of audio listeners. Andy's making like, I'm making looking faces. at you someone faces. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, just, it's just like, there's no mystery to it whatsoever. Like even fucking Dumbledore at the head table should be like, oh, that's what happened. Aha. Uh-huh. <laughs> Um, and Malfoy is crying in the bathroom. He's pulling his best moaning Myrtle, uh, which I think is a good scene. <laughs> Steve does a shockingly good Myrtle. Um, and then they start throwing wordless spells and for, uh, uh, and then he uses Septemsebra. Cause that's uh, how words. That's how Daniel talks. Daniel yeah. Radcliffe. Looks like he got a shotgun blast to the chest. Off that. I, 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 in the book, I thought it was like a, a, a magic sword that like sliced Draco. Yeah, it's like sliced the, like a bunch of skin off him. Mm. But in the, it does, it's like a shotgun blast in the movie. Yeah. And this is, we find out is the half, blood. this is the half blood princess spell for enemies. Uh, Snape comes in and he's like, Oh God, that's my shit. You did. Mm-hmm. Um, and he says, Volnora Sanantur. I won't tell anybody this happened. <laughs> Harry gets in no trouble for oh, attempted oh. murder on a fellow student. <laughs> yeah. He shotgunned Malfoy in the bathroom and Snape's like, get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> I did it all the time. <laughs> this, this kid does well, suck. That actually <laughs> kind of makes sense because uh, people will be like, what fuck? What the fuck do you do to him? He's like, I, I got it from this fucking book. And people are going to be like, let me see that book. And they're going to be like, oh, shit, that's Snape's handwriting. Well, I don't Snape. think anybody knows that he's the Half-Blood Prince. But yeah. why he just kept it in the, like the student pile of books is got a little weird. Yeah. Why? Why has no student found this? Because they don't want the shitty one. Yeah. There's never been that shitty one. The mo- you know, sometimes you'd be in a class and there's only 26 Steve, students, but sometimes the there'd be 32. I'm sorry. Forgive me. Why do you think the binding's fragile? Because I assume other people used it. No, because it's old from when Stape was a kid. God. The, the Father Time. And Filch didn't. When did we update these books? <laughs> no, he's, he's definitely not in like charge we of that. Probably get rid of I'm this just one. a squib. I can't even read. This one is the half blood. Pinch? <laughs> I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. It's some kind of cleaning recipe. I don't know what that uh, is. And then cut to the Ginny and the gang, because Harry's shocked at what he's what he's done. Book intervention. Yeah, they tell him he's got to get rid of the book. They decide to hide the book in the room of requirement. I can get rid of the book whenever I want. Yeah. I, don't I just don't want to get rid of it right now. Yeah, can I read the book on weekends? <laughs> I just need a little bit. I need to read a little bit before I go to work. Just a couple pages. <laughs> Uh, and then there's a really good score while Jenny grabbed the book, grabs the book from Harry. She tells him to close his eyes so that mm-hmm. he won't be tempted uh, to see where he's, she's hiding the book. And then she kisses him. Uh, and then she says something like, 
Do you, you want to hide me in the room of requirement? <laughs> Which you, was either euphemism, I thought. You you can leave that up here too if you'd like or something. We're talking about his wiener? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it wasn't, even, her mouth. it wasn't even <laughs> it wasn't even it's called me the room of requirement. Um <laughs> never mind. I got I'm gonna stop. Required. <laughs> I'm gonna stop. Um and then uh, what is what does I say? What oh, say? Ron in the next scene, I'm trying to read my note. Ron in the next scene is like, uh, did you and Ginny do it then? <laughs> and, <laughs> what? and Harry goes, what? Hide the book. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah for sure. Uh, and then Slughorn runs into Harry and like freaks out. Like, I got to go. And just runs away. Um, and then I guess I put a note. Harry's not in trouble for almost killing Malfoy. No. no. Uh, and then Harry decides, uh, Ron's like, Oh, I hope you have better luck with that later. Harry remembers he's got the Felix Felicitas potion and mm-hmm. decides to drink that. And they have this like whole well-laid plan of what to do after he drinks the potion. But as soon as he gets high on the potion, he goes, I'm going down to Hagrid's. <laughs> yeah. I have a really good feeling about that. Uh, yeah. I love it. And they're just like, I love when he walks out the port, the, the, the doorway, he's hi. like, hi. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, so it's like ecstasy. Yeah, That's how exactly. I remember that feeling. It is a hundred percent. He just feels so good about every decision and everybody. Hello. I love how he he creeps up to Horace. (laughs) Sorry about that. Should have introduced myself. Coughed. Hello. (laughs) Cleared my throat. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, because on the way down the Hagrid's, he sees. So uh, not only is Slughorn weird weird about like um, nepotism and and, like finding important children to like help him out later in life, all that shit, right? But he's apparently also a thief that sells shit on the black market. Yeah, it's like clipping tentacula leaves. Purely academic, of course. Purely academic, of course. Uh, And then he reverse psychologizes him into going down to Hagrid's with him. Hagrid's over there mourning the death of Aragog and Acromantula. And of course, Slughorn's an asshole. So immediately he's like, can I harvest some of its venom purely for academic purposes? Well, he don't need it no more. (laughs) And then there's a funny scene where Daniel Radcliffe or Harry Potter's like, not to mention the pincers. Um, I imagine that. So, yep. And then, uh, by the way, it's the second. (laughs) Do you want me to say a few words? (laughs) Yeah. He had a family, I trust. And then Harry goes, oh, yeah. Because he had hundreds (laughs) of children. Aragog, <laughs> your body will decay. I love the way he's, it's like sing song. Yeah. Jim Broadbent, man. He's the best. And then he decides to get fucking wasted with Hagrid in yeah. mourning. Uh, but somehow outhangs the half giant. Yep. Awesome. Hagrid passes out. Horace parties, man. And then he talks about Francis, his fish that he loves so much. Favorite scene in all of Harry Potter. This scene. Mm-hmm. And then we it's find out one. that he got the fish from Lily which was a magical fish. So when she died is when the fish disappeared. What I love about it is it introduces the concept of creative magic. Like when Mm. he says it was beautiful magic, wondrous to behold, the idea that people can take magic, uh, which seemingly is almost like, I I mean, it's the opposite of it, but science, like you you say a thing, a thing happens, but to to use the concept of magic and do something creative and unique with it that people uh, do unique, unique and unusual. Yeah, like even a professor had never seen yeah, exactly. this type of spell. So right? that that was what was so beautiful. And the acting by Jim Broadbent in this situation mm-hmm. is fucking prima. Mm-hmm. Is he so scared to let Harry see the memory he needs to see because it's going to ruin his reputation potentially, yeah. right? And he's like, be brave like Lily. Like, don't let mm-hmm. her death be in vain. It's a powerful scene. Um, and ultimately he does show him the actual memory. Uh, and then we see the Horcrux and how um, creepy ass young Tom Riddle was like, Oh, okay. So it's and better you, split your soul into seven pieces. Yeah. What about seven? And Jim, you know, or not Jim, Jim, <laughs> Jim. Slughorn's like seven. Jesus hey, Christ, Jim. boy. I have a couple questions about this, this flashback scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So I understand that Horace thinks it's going to ruin his reputation because he could conceive like, oh, I'm the one that gave him the idea of what a Horcrux is, but he's already kind of researched it. So, but I also don't understand why do they need this memory? He, he taught him how to do it. And uh, Vol or Dumbledore had the idea that uh, Voldemort might have made Horcruxes. There's other ways that you can prevent yourself from dying, but that's what he believes. Uh, most important thing that we got out of this is that uh, there, uh, Voldemort wanted seven of them. Jed, Dumbledore okay. wasn't entirely certain that it was Horcruxes. Okay. That's, but he was pretty sure. That's why he was hunting the, the ring and the stuff. The seven one. The seven but makes the, sense, The too. seven yeah. thing was super clutch. Yeah, and that's why Dumbledore's flustered aghast because he didn't know there were seven. Right now he's like, oh shit! I thought I was maybe well, three. Six. He the seven pieces of the soul, six Horcruxes right. and Voldemort. Mm -hmm. But there's eight. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> uh, and then that's how we find out that's how his hand was hurt, which is from trying to destroy the ring. I believe he put it on in a weakness of curiosity, right? Yeah, because uh, of his uh, sister. He wanted to see her. Uh, and then Dumbledore wants to take Harry with him for, to find a third Horcrux. Why not? Take the child. Uh, and Severus doesn't want to to do something, but we know that it's kill him mm -hmm. that he's being asked to do. And Dumbledore's like, I don't remember asking you if, uh, I, for your fucking opinion. Yeah, did anybody? <laughs> hold on. Did anybody remember me saying I gave a fuck what Severus wanted? Oh, who got Lily killed? <laughs> oh, weird that. Weird. Yeah. Do what the fuck you're told, greasy boy. Uh, <laughs> um, and then Dumbledore says that he's being mawkish. I don't know what that means. I just wanted to write that down. Mawkishness is meaning sentimental, but feebly. Ah, feebly I apologize for being feebly sentimental, Harry. Yes. You sure you're not into Miss Granger? <laughs> she has nice skin. <laughs> did we have this conversation before? <laughs> I feel like we did. Harry, you can come with me, but you have to do everything I say, no matter what it is. Is that cool? <laughs> yeah. You know Harry Potter's not going to do shit. He did everything he's told, man. He followed it painfully. The one one time, of his worst memories. The one time. Even if it's to leave me to die and save yourself, you must do it, Harry. Promise me. Mm. Promise me, Ned. Um, promise me, Ned. Uh, we cut to the cave. Just, this is just the best of Dumbledore that we're passing over, and we have to for time. But I just want to point it out: the best of Dumbledore. Go on. Just in generically, best of Dumbledore. Like what? Where we are now, and what we get. Over oh, the absolutely. Yeah. The rest of the yeah, this twenty incredible, minutes. incredible Dumbledore action. Uh, we cut to the cave that was actually a picture of that in young Tom Riddle's room in the orphanage, which is a detail that I caught and shared with you guys. Solid. And then <laughs> Did you know there were seven rocks in there as well. Dumbledore slices his hand for for payment to get into the caves. What he says, and there's a bunch of little allusions to this about Harry being more important than Dumbledore. Okay, he says, really, I'm far clever and far you, less valuable. Why don't you let me slice my hand? Yeah. Um, well, that's about the drinking in the water, but even outside the oh, cave, okay. I don't like, have good enough skin. That's why I didn't. Like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, and there's a whole sequence where they get in, they see the Horcrux kind of in the distance, but they can't get to it or what they think is the, the place to get the Horcrux surrounded by water that looks none too good to get into. Um, and then Dumbledore does some like wordless magic and a giant chain hops into his hand. And then he's like, pull it, boy. That's why I bought you. You're the muscle. <laughs> and Harry pulls the boat out of under the water. And they go, to, they take the little dinghy uh, to the drinky fountain. Dumbledore knows what's up. He's Quit like, hey, this, with your dinghy. This is, <laughs> this is some skep juice. And Dumbledore decides. Is that uh, Tommy Boy reference? It is. Yeah. You have to, <laughs> you have to make, <laughs> God damn it, Steve. <laughs> you have to make sure I finish drinking this no matter what I do. And this is a horrifying sequence. It's fucked up. So well acted by Michael Gambon. He's, he's crying please, like a little Harry. baby. Dude. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. terrible. It's we, so good. We know not what it's doing to him, but it's not good. 
It's horrific. And then Harry's. I hate Mountain Dew Just pitch one black. More. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to edit this into a video of some liquor that I didn't like or something. Yeah. And, but it's it, it, just Mountain as Dew it pitch is. Black is hysterical. Yeah, that's though. way that. funnier. Um, <laughs> um, so he finishes drinking it. They get what they think is the Horcrux. And then a bunch of zombies pop up out of the water. In Fury. In um, Fury. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they drag Harry down into the, the cold, dark water and, and then Dumbledore's kind of almost Dumbledore, at his fucking weakest is still this powerful. It's so, it's, it's so epic. All the, the fire of craziness. And then even the one little fire jolt that goes down to save snipe the one that's on Harry, you know, <laughs> headshot. <laughs> I played so much color duty. Use caution though. Hey, video games can be addicting. GG guys. <laughs> Um, and then they apparate back to Hogwarts, which I didn't think you could apparate to Hogwarts, but maybe Dumbledore can do whatever the fuck yeah, he wants. He, as he tells Harry, there is uh, some benefits to being me. Oh, that's right. <laughs> One of them is this cool hand. <laughs> um, and then Dumbledore says to go get Severus, not Madame Pomfrey at first, and then says to hide because he hears people approaching, right? Turns out that it's Draco. He knows he's there to assassinate him. Draco, you're not an assassin. I don't know why I always do my shitty Dr. Portly, Brenner. Draco disarms Dumbledore. That's important mm-hmm. later. That is important. Spelliarmus. Because mm-hmm. the Elder Wand can't be beat. And, but, and I love the acting here, too. He kind of, it looks like he just lets it happen. He's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Oops. I dropped my Oops. wand. Oops. Because he couldn't fucking disarm Dumbledore. Oops. I dropped my wand. Guess I got to <laughs> pick it up, Draco. Are you trying to seduce me, Headmaster? <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to distract me again. <laughs> um, and then Bella and all her friends, Fenrir and them, show up as well. I just want to say a huge waste of talent in the scene because Ralph Innocent plays Amicus, one of the Death Eaters, and he's barely in this movie. No, he doesn't. Yeah, but it's he Ralph Innocent. sure does. Wow. And when I saw him in the back, I'm like, is that fucking Ralph? And I went on IMDb, I'm like, why did they hire him? They didn't know who he was yet, man. This is Ralph fucking Innocent. This He's is got pre the, the witch. He just needed to speak once. You That's know true. Who he is. That's true. He should have played Fenrir. Should have. Um, and then ultimately, Draco is really unable to do it. He doesn't want to do what he's got to do. And uh, Snape arrives. Dumbledore says, Severus, please. Which means something other than what it looks like to Harry, mm-hmm. right? Because it looks like he's begging for his life. But he's actually saying, please kill me, right? This is the plan that I have. to do it. So for listeners... As I recall, the curse that he got from the ring was going to kill Dumbledore regardless, right? It in was like creeping, year, up, yeah, yeah yep. creeping up his body. They'll reveal that in about two movies from now. And the plan, okay, okay, okay. So I think I remember, I don't remember why he needed to be disarmed. Maybe it's the elder one. It's the elder one would fuck anybody up that tried to hit him anyway. Well, the, elder, can't be one, beat. the elder one listens to whoever the owner is. You have to, the owner is whoever. Oh, and he didn't want in combat. So technically the owner of the elder one at this point moving forward is Draco. Wands ain't gotten on loyalty. Not Snape, because they think it's Snape uh, because he killed Dumbledore, but he did not disarm Dumbledore. Oh, okay. But it's actually Draco is the one who is the owner of the Elder One. At this I gotcha. Point. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for walking me back through that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's a really cool scene. I love this scene. This is why I love Bellatrix so much. Dumbledore says to hide. He dies. Horrible scene, right? We. Oh, no. Dumbledore. Dumbledore, no. Harry's horrified, but does behave himself for, for Harry. Um, but he does chase after, tries to fight Snape, and Snape, knowing what he knows, is just def- 
effortlessly defending himself. Yeah. Get away, little bitch. He's a bad motherfucker. Get away, little. I love it. He's so good. But um, he's like, Snape, why won't you fight me, you coward? And then Bellatrix is like, what? <laughs> and jumps out of nowhere like, I will. <laughs> I love her. Uh, he's like, ow. <laughs> Fuck. And then Snape. He's for the Dark Lord. He's for the Dark Lord, obviously. Um, and then he tries to hit him with Snape a coward. It's sad because Snape is the bravest man he ever met. He's being so brave. The listeners get really mad when you, when we praise Snape because he's got other issues, but he does have some Here's good qualities. The thing. Somebody that is bad but not evil can be an interesting character. Yes. Let's move on. Indeed. That's actually the best kind of character because that's how most people are, right? Never met a perfect person in my damn life. Um, and he's a Andy's super right imperfect there. person. Yeah. <laughs> and his skin is perfect, but nothing else. <laughs> then he tries to hit him with Sectum Sempra. And then Snape, that's too much for Snape. Try to hit me with my own spell. <laughs> this movie's named after me. Yeah, I'm the Half-Blood Prince, right? I'm the star of this movie. <laughs> and then Big we, Dick Snape. Big Dick Snape. And we cut to yes. uh, everybody mourning Dumbledore. They're all sad. All very sad. They do like the lighters at a Led Zeppelin concert move with their wands, but mm-hmm. dispelling the Death Eater skull. Also, the, the physical acting of Bellatrix when she casts the Death Eater mark in the sky, like the way that she contorts her body and like mm-hmm. crooks her. I'm being silly, but like this, the details like that. Goes, yes. yes. <laughs> you know, just it's a weird little. Like, Isn't she like stomping on all the tables and kicking? Yeah, like, she's kicking all, breaking and, all the glass. She's, like she's having a blast. So they actually break fun. all the windows. And then I guess they kill a random guy who is in the hallway. Did you see that? Yeah, I, oh, I yeah. think that was like one of the aurors or something. He catches, oh yeah, you're right. It was an auror. Like he just walks in like, huh? and they're like, Pah! I just thought that Caught was me. sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we see uh, that the locket is not actually a horcrux when all three of the children, like uh, Hermione, Ron, and, and Harry are standing together. It's not actually a horcrux. It's got a note inside it that says, hey, this used to be a horcrux, but I got it. I want you to, I want Voldemort. To, he thinks he's talking to Voldemort in the note. Mm-hmm. I want you to be mortal when they fight you. R-A-B. Oh, who could that be? Oh, I don't know. I think it's Regulus Black. Maybe. I, th- I think it's a rabbi. That's what I think. <laughs> yeah. What the hell? Um, but I don't remember. Honestly, I'm guessing. I don't remember a lot of this stuff, but I'm almost positive that's Regulus Black be- just because of the mention at the beginning of the movie. But I don't remember the context of any of that or why that goes down. Um, and then Harry's like, I'm not coming back to school. I'm just like Draco in the beginning of this movie in the train. Next year, I got shit to do that's more important. And Harry, Hermione's literally like, you're a fucking idiot, dude. Like, we always hang out together. We're all doing whatever you're doing. You're my best friend. No. Yeah. We're super important characters. I have super nice characters. Oh, Ron's there. Obviously, shit. Oh, what out. are you doing back there, Ron? You guys are mental. <laughs> Ron, are you contributing back there? No. I'm only going to go with you guys because I hate school. What's super uh, <laughs> crazy about this ending? Lavender's going to snog me again. <laughs> Every Harry Potter uh, novel and movie, I think, uh, ends with like Harry sitting uh, with Dumbledore and kind of going over the events that have gone, happened in the last year. And uh, kind of this is the yeah. – uh, uh, Stan and Kyle turn to the camera and say, what I learned today. Uh, yeah. And uh, this is the only one where it doesn't happen. And it's uh, so effective that they do that because it like re uh, reaffirms like the loss of the Dumbledore void of how, Dumbledore. How important it is. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. I, I got to say, like I said, at the top they of the show, do it in the seventh one after he's dead. You still get it. But this is the only one you don't. It's so good. What about the eighth one? Well, it's the seventh book. Uh, so you're counting the last movie. I'm is. talking about the train station. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but anyway, it's beautiful. Yeah. I mean, like I said at the top, this is such a good Harry Potter movie. This is a fucking. I do think it ends kind of weird. At worst. Like the last shot's weird. I know. I wish it had a giant version of Daniel Radcliffe's face paused on a broom. 
<laughs> that would be ideal, yeah. Yay! But that's how I like mine to end. <laughs> Wait, how does it end? What's the last shot? It's just a shot of the three of them. Their backs are to the camera, and you can kind of see the 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 environment behind them it's just kind of like and harry goes i never realized how pretty this was and then it's a shot from behind them and you don't really see what Wait, is this where at. we get the hermione line like everything's about to change isn't no it? no no that does not happen in this movie oh shit okay but yeah he says like i've he never realized says, how pretty yeah. this is and then it's like no a you shot see the fox the phoenix is like one of the last shots that's before oh, that's that. beautiful that's before that but it's a <laughs> i still think like they should have gone to an exterior shot or something because it just kind of like oh they okay. were looking they were talking about their skin steve they were yeah. it's very obvious <laughs> the, the, yeah harmony was between the two of them I've never realized like, how beautiful this is and skin, he's rubbing <laughs> all right we have a few minutes we do have some questions from Discord we're going to answer. We're going to zip through them, all right? You ready? Ready. All right, this first one comes in from Stanton. He writes, if you could look at only one potion in the Half-Blood Prince's potion book, uh, basically assured success, which would y'all choose and why? If we could look at a potion? Yeah, like what potion would you make out of this book? Definitely. Oh, Felix Felicitas. Yeah, 100%. without a doubt, Felix Felicitas. That's the... The good luck. That's liquid, liquid luck. luck. Mm. Yes. Liquid Liznock. That's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, Kaler writes, if you could invent a spell, what would the spell do? Any idea for what it might be called or the incanta- or what the incantation would be? Skinniest, niceest. What would it do? It'd make your skin real nice. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I would do a spell where I could speak and understand any language. That'd be oh. dope. And it would be um, 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 lingua... Linguist totalis. Yeah, linguist totalis. I like that, Andy. Mm. Uh, I would do one called emptiest calories, and it would just make everything empty calories, so I could get, I could eat all I want and uh, stay thin. No, you want, you don't want empty calories. I was say, everything becomes oh. Lay's potato. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the the opposite of that then. It's a zero calorie. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I, I want all the I want the Lay's potato chips. <laughs> I always want so you could prank other people. Ha ha! Uh-huh. Turn everything into a potato. That's not salad. That's Lay's. <laughs> Crunch. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Jordan writes, what are your feelings towards Draco Malfoy in this movie? I got dangerously close to feeling bad for him. Why do you think he stopped himself from pulling the trigger to kill Dumbledore? So uh, real quick, I, I have lots of thoughts on this, which I will not get into because we were pressed for time on the watch along party. But I did have a discussion with my wife because she said, oh, he got best villain this year when this movie came out in the Teen Choice Awards. He was voted best villain. And I said, that's funny because he's not even a villain. And she's like, well, he's definitely the villain. And I was like, he's definitely not. He's a kid who's been manipulated and abused his entire life and is now being manipulated by the most evil person on the planet and doing something he doesn't want to do out of fear for the safety of himself and his family. And she's like, yeah, but he's the antagonist of this movie. And I was like, he's not. (laughs) He's actually one of the biggest victims. That's my take for sure. Agreed. I mean, he is like doing bad things, but he's doing right. bad things under duress. He's a and kid. that doesn't make him the villain. Like he sucks the yeah. entire time. But when you find out who, who, where yeah, he comes I, from, it's like, how could he not suck? But yeah. to respond, uh, yeah, I feel fucking terrible for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's uh, And so like when he's crying and shit and uh, yes. it's like, I, I was chosen. It's like Snape standing there like, no, you were chosen to die to punish yeah. your dad is yeah. what you were chosen for. Yep. Um, so That yeah. scene where he fights Harry is is awesome and terrible for me because mm-hmm. it's like he never shows weakness. He's crying like a baby because that's what he wants to do. And the person that he hates most, like the, the least, the person he would like to see him cry least yeah. is standing there. That's why he gets You're so your most angry. vulnerable yeah. and Elon Musk walks in. Yeah. <laughs> like- <laughs> <laughs> I agree with you guys. Yeah. There you well go. Well said, well said. 
And that was all the questions. Oh, okay. Yep. Awesome. Well, I'm sorry for, I hope I didn't rush that episode. I really wanted to talk about this movie and gush on it, but That's we do favorite one. have a time oh, limit this time yeah, for the okay. first time ever. Cause we got this scheduled watch along and I want to be late for, mm-hmm. and I got to pee. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, Andy, you're right. This is a damn good Harry Potter movie. I haven't watched in so long. Uh, we've only got two left guys. We're getting to the end of our Harry P coverage. And then we move on to fantastic. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I will, got him. I will, got him. Um, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Emails at streaming at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter and, and MySpace and all that shit. Sign up for our Patreon at patreon.com slash streaming things to subscribe to a variety of tiers. One of which will allow you to come to cool watch along parties. That's happening momentarily. Mm -hmm. where we get to watch Nightmare Before Christmas with all our friends and chat about it. Mystery Science Theater style. That's all the time we have for right now. My name is Chris. My name is Andy. And I'm Steve. And this is Streaming Things. Happy streaming. It's that time of the episode where we give a special shout out to the brand new patrons that are making sure that streaming things can stay on the air. These are the brand new patrons that have joined our little family this month. In the Marty B VIP section, we have our newcomers, Luke Fiasco, Linda Eklund, Alexis Adler, Marley Silverbrand, Rachel Schmitz, and Nikki. Under the chocolate pudding producers, we have Rosie Moranti, Michaela Mills, Erica Summers, Haley Rolfsmeyer, Vaughn, and Chris Verrett. And uh, we also have our Friends Don't Lie producers. Can't forget about our friends. That's Luke Fisher, Jody Woodburn, Christopher Maranakis, and Chelsea Moyer. And last but not least, I just want to give a special shout out to Sandra A for upgrading to the Marty B's VIP section. Thank you guys so much for supporting Streaming Things. Have a happy holiday season, and we'll see you next week.